Twenty years ago, a bunch of teenagers played a game of great and terrible power. Then, one rich kid decided to screw the rules because he had money. Now, it is up to Shibuya Gato. I lost at my own card game tournament. Oh well, it's time to blow up the island, Mokuba. Shora. Do you suffer from a rod tile dysfunction? Call 555-55-Millennium. Calamity Carl. Rashido! Bio-Roxas. Friendship is for fools. And, holy shit, that's Lurikaribo. You were probably all jazzed up, but tough noogies. To revisit these past events using the Millennium Microphone and save the world from the Shadow Games, just as that bad Egyptian bitch did. 5,020 years ago. There's, there's a reason I kept referring to him as C. Though Kaiba. Yes. Seto Kopa. God. <laughs> uh, alright. Uh, oh, man. Welcome to the episode, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Millennium Microphone. Episode 24? 24, baby. Almost 24? a full year of this podcast. Oh, damn. I put episode 27. <laughs> Where did you get 27 from? I don't I... know. I just guessed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what man. a normal episode we have here, guys. It's, you know, it's just the four of us. There's, there's no one else here, right? Yeah, listen, it's end of Battle City. It's solid stuff. And, uh, you know. It's very exciting. Very exciting time. <laughs> yeah, very exciting. What the? Hello. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, as you could probably tell by the thumbnail at this point, uh, which will be on screen for the the video listeners, uh, we do have a special guest for this episode. Or from the intro that just played. Or from the intro that just played. Correct. You you are right. I'm a fool for thinking that it would only be a visual bit. <laughs> Or the um, inevitable hinting we're going to do the entire week leading up to this. Well, I'll, I'll drop small hints here or there, and then Friday night I'll probably just be like, uh, tomorrow's episode's premiere, please be excited, smile, and then maybe <laughs> just the silhouette or something, I don't know. I'll, I'll figure it out. Um, Welcome, little Karibo. Yes. Hello. Hi, I'm very excited to be the, the token Tristan of the podcast, <laughs> meaning that you guys did a lot of the work, and I'm there to do comments occasionally. I mean... <laughs> So for those of you that don't know who Little Karibo is, because I do, obviously, tell us a little bit about yourself. Obviously, Let's... Bio, yes. Well, hopefully uh, you know me uh, from my uh, f- funny time haha joke parody about Yu-Gi-Oh!, and uh and and not from from uh, any of like let me start over i'm sorry the dog is whining at me Tilly, come here. <laughs> oh fitting right into half this an podcast. hour of just fucking around at the start makes for a good average millennium mic episode oh all right. 
Uh, hi, I'm Lil Karibo. You might know me uh, from doing jokes about Yu-Gi-Oh since back in 2006. And Whoa. and and it, it, Yu-Gi-Oh is one of those things that has just been uh, a gift that keeps on giving as far as 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 parody goes because it takes itself extremely seriously. I don't know if you've noticed this <laughs> uh, from watching the show on the podcast, but while it has some wacky moments, it, it it it's very over the top and very serious at times, and it deals with very serious things like children's card games and you know uh, giant hair and leather pants. Yes, but. Uh, I, I, I find it I find it a lot of fun to to make fun of uh, but I also I, I love the show I, it, it's one of my favorite things like I, I think there's nothing like Yu-Gi-Oh uh, the anime uh, I, I'm sure there's many things like the card game uh, but the anime itself is very unique to me and uh, I'm a big fan and I'm excited to talk with you guys about it excited yeah. to have you here excited to have you you said, you said 2006, and that hit me like a brick to the face. <laughs> I cannot believe it has been that it's long. It's weird. It's really weird. Like, back then, GX was the new spinoff. God, you know? yeah. yeah. I was watching oh, GX God. on TV at that point still. You don't know how much, like, not only from us just referencing Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged, but just how when we just got off of uh, the second Virtual World arc... We're just like, all right, so this is the duel where Retea loses and then Crump takes over her body. Wait, that doesn't happen, does yeah, it? Yeah, we had all misremembered collectively because of Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> Bridged. It was really We're expecting good. him to just be like, they don't know that I'm inside of their friend's body. And it's like, oh, wait, she won. What? Yeah, it was a controversial choice of mine to do that. But I, I loved the Crump character too much to just have him be one and done. Oh, no, that's, that's incredibly was, fair. Was Understandable. So what goes into like making like what went into making the abridged series? Oh gosh! So uh, back in the day, it was a much simpler process. It was it was uh, I think the first episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge was like the maybe the third or fourth video I'd done on my YouTube channel, and the others were were similarly Yu-Gi-Oh! themed, but they mm. were more sort of general joke videos. Uh, like I put audio from a British sitcom, sitcom over footage of Yami and Pegasus dueling, <laughs> and I did a video with like the Aqua Teen Hunger Force characters talking about Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, but the Yu-Gi-Oh bridged episode one was something I made in like an evening. Uh, I recorded the whole dialogue. I wrote and recorded it in like an hour or two, and then uh, I think I spent a few hours editing. Uh, so back in the day, if I when I was when I was making something like that, it was mostly. Uh, uh, something that I wasn't thinking too hard about. It was it was a, a lot of the uh, a lot of the work uh, went into the writing, and then I sort of treated the recording and the editing as an afterthought because it wasn't my it wasn't my strength. It wasn't my forte back then. I I was mostly just interested in making people chuckle a bit, and so I I mostly just was like, what jokes can I tell featuring these characters? Uh, but it's always been even even after I started focusing on trying to make it more of a production it's always been uh what what do i enjoy about this show what what makes me enjoy the show uh and 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 i try and highlight that with with a bit of humor mm. and you know it, it it's it's changed form many times for a while there it was just a bunch of memes that i i was like what wouldn't it be funny if yugi said the meme that that is going around today <laughs> mm. uh but i i've tried to sort of bring bring it back more toward like what why is this premise amusing to me why is this premise entertaining to me like okay. it's just really funny that these people have these very long card games to deal with very significant 
you know, according to the dub at least, world-ending threats. <laughs> uh, but that is just that is just accepted that that is the only way we can deal with these things. And I I, I really appreciate that. It's a very it's a very I think the show is brilliant and also very daft, but I think it's exactly it's exactly my thing. I love it. It's the kind of hammy bullshit that uh that you really have to learn to love or you cannot roll with it. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a very acquired taste. Like I I initially was very dismissive of Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh when I first was presented with it. Like I just looking at Yugi is is difficult to accept <laughs> yeah. because of that hair. <laughs> it's three yeah. different shades. 13 angles it's ridiculous you have to be willing to suspend a lot of disbelief just to be like yeah that's a that that is just normal in that world nobody really calls him out on his hair uh so if you can get past that you start to realize oh there's some really cool stuff in this show like kaiba as a character his whole character arc is really exciting and and it does milk the hell out of how exciting these card games with giant holograms can be <laughs> it's it's very over the top and and sometimes very slow and and i find that kind of fascinating that this adventure show often just has these characters standing still for six episodes at a time not really interacting with each other but they're yelling and they're activating card effects so that's that's thrilling to me <laughs> feelings are mutual <laughs> I feel yeah. the same way about Yu-Gi-Oh. Sometimes they're just like, all right, guys, we're going to sit here and do this duel. And like six episodes later, two turns have passed. Yeah. <laughs> God. Everyone's explaining what every card does. It's like, mm. oh. I, I was watching these episodes that we're going to watch, and I was kind of stunned that the Yami versus Yami Marek duel, there's not that many turns considering it's a, a six episode, a five episode duel, pretty much. Okay. Like okay, a, I'm so after glad. a while, they're just kind of, they're just kind of, cutting back and forth between flashbacks and and explaining that monster reborn is going to do something if you get monster reborn but they don't have monster reborn yeah, yet it's just like hey i'm going to get monster reborn oh look i've activated monster reborn now watch me crab it again in 20 minutes people always talk about people always talk about what pot of greed does but no one ever covers what monster reborn's going to do <laughs> <laughs> uh fun fact there were uh 15 turns to this duel that's more than I would there have guessed. Not. What do they do? Uh, they That's a they great play, question. They play a training <laughs> card game, but have you not been paying attention? <laughs> oh, you man. see, half of those turns were spent with Merrick just taunting and laughing. Mm. Oh, no. Believe me. In the sub, he does much worse than taunt and laugh. Oh. Does, God, does he, hold on. In the sub, does he still go, bleh, for, like, no reason? Because that almost <laughs> knocked me out of my chair. He does it so much more often. <laughs> so much That's more often. Here, baby. Don't worry. Is it, we'll it's get probably to... like a side effect of all those veins popping out of his face, right? D no, it's listen. <laughs> the veins are a separate issue. He can take pills for that. It's fine. What we're worrying about is the tongue. Because oh, <laughs> that's a whole separate deal. Right. So that's that's something that we hadn't covered. Um for the podcast. While the majority of us typically just watch the dub, Shibuya goes out of her way to watch both the dub and the sub so that we can compare the differences. Yeah, and especially which, that's worth and while. especially because I have never seen the sub of Yu-Gi-Oh! I only ever watched the dub as a kid wherever I could find it. So that's a new experience for me. I like covering the differences because I think it's interesting to explore just how badly 4Kids censored a lot of the stuff that didn't need censoring, and in some cases made it worse. Uh, arguably than the source material, but... Made it worse? Um, what? 
Yeah, like when parents, <laughs> instead of just dying in a car crash, are outright neglectful and just disappear. Yeah. I love how instead of their parents dying, it's just like, yeah, they left them. They didn't feel like taking care of their kids anymore. Yeah, and instead of the parents just like getting a divorce because they're arguing constantly, they're fucking abandoning their kids. Or, you know, how instead of um, genociding the entire world, Gozaburo Kaiba just wanted to turn everything into cyber chase. Hmm. I'd love to live in that world. Oh, yeah, he was going to bring the world into the virtual world, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in- instead of just blowing it Somehow. up, it's just like, yeah, we're going to matrix this thing. I'm so sorry. Everyone is yelling outside my door. I'll be right back dealing with the dog. <laughs> it's all okay. good. No worries. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! is a wonderfully ridiculous series, but it's a series I grew up with ever since, weirdly enough, my first experience with Yu-Gi-Oh! was going to a yard sale with my parents and finding one of those invitation to duelist kingdom vhs tapes oh wow i i wish i still had that oh they had like a like a tutorial how to play the game yeah it (laughs) it was like a tutorial with a preview of the anime and it had like pegasus narrating the entire thing being like oh god Yu-Gi-Oh is going to be this entire big thing and it was just it was such a weird thing to find as a kid at a garage sale and it got me so excited because I was like, what is this? I've never heard of this. And they hadn't even started dubbing the show when they released that uh, VHS tape. So I think Yugi isn't even played by Dan Green in that in that video. Oh, oh really? interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember who's playing him. But if you watch it, there's like dialogue that Yugi has and it's not Dan Green. I think Pegasus is still uh, Darren Dunstan. But uh, I think that... They, they just hadn't cast the show yet, so it was really just a way to get people interested in the show when it would eventually come out. Because hmm. they didn't know how it would go over. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah, it's, it's, it's polarizing, it's strange. It's a strange property. And honestly, through this rewatch, we've learned a lot of pretty incredible things about Yu-Gi-Oh! over this time. Like, um, Carl, oh, what was it? Like, Panic's voice actor... Is like a a bartender in New York or something? Yes, now? I believe so. What? I didn't know that. <laughs> they were talking about that on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are we talking <laughs> about on the podcast? <laughs> I don't know. I think it was Panics VA is now a uh, bartender in Brooklyn or something like that. Was it Panics VA? I wondered if it was Panic was... or if it was um. Oh, what? It was. It was one names? of the really uh... minor characters in uh, in Duelist Kingdom. The baby on the PS2 twins. What are their names? Uh, <laughs> the Paradox? Paradox Brothers, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it was someone from Duelist Kingdom who's just a bartender chilling out in Brooklyn casually. Hmm. They just like went into a bar and they're like, hey, your voice sounds good. Come act for me. <laughs> what drink would you like? Yeah, uh, it was indeed Panic. <laughs> okay. Who also did the voice of Sanji in the one kid... Uh, the four kids at One Piece dub. <laughs> oh, God. Does his bar have, like, flamethrowers on either side that shoot out if you order the wrong God, drink? God, could you imagine? That'd be amazing. I'd drink through every night. That's an experience. If it wouldn't form a problem. <laughs> if you order the wrong drink, I'll kill you by fire. Except I won't kill you. It'll send you to the Shadow Realm. Because he's not he's not called Panic in the in the sub. He's just the player he killer, right? He is the right? player yeah. killer, hence yeah. the P and the K, which is why they had to spell uh... Panic like fools. So he'd be like he'd have B and T on his outfit if he was a bartender. <laughs> 
And still be PK, just be patron killer. There you go. I mean, that's that's fair. Pub killer. Ooh. Oh. Or it could be pub crawler with a K. It'd be real cool. Oh, that would be even better. Oh my god. You fool, I've made the vodka tonic with with tequila. You're going to be flat on your ass by the end of the night. I'm just picturing Panic going around to a bunch of bars in like a, a four block radius and just coming with an empty bottle of whiskey and just being like, fill it. <laughs> fill it. <laughs> and then he chugs it all in one shot and just goes, this is weak, oh I'm going to kill you now. <laughs> And then there have just been a lot of other, like, minor things with me. Um, I I did not realize just how many characters Sam Regal plays in this, and it kills me every time I can recognize his voice. Because mm. I'll, just, I'll just be listening, and I'll be like, wait a minute, that's just Sam Regal. That's just Sam Regal slightly, like, pitch-shifted up. <laughs> I, I know Rex Raptor... And I know early Tristan was Sam Regal. Yeah. I don't, I, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head who else. He's, uh, he, he usually ends up doing a lot of, like, bit roles, but he was also one of the Paradox brothers. Oh, really? Yeah. Totally. I'm really bad with, uh, with pinpointing voice actors. I know I can, like, when I hear somebody and I can, like, pick up on it, I'm like, oh, hey, I know that, that character, but... Like that's in, that's me with with everybody as well. Like everyone I know out out here, and just who who's enthusiastic about about anime and voice acting, they're always like, "Ah, that's that person," and I'm like, <laughs> "How how are you doing that? I don't know." Right. I'm like, totally. Oh yeah, I love that character. Like in the background, like searching IMDb, be like, "Oh yes, I also love that uh, that one uh, cast that he did in this one anime. Love it." <laughs> I just find that it's a lot easier to tell with certain people because certain voices are very distinct. It's like, if you hear Johnny Young Bosch in a thing, you know it's Johnny Young Bosch. If you hear... Uh, Troy Baker's easier to d tell sometimes, but there are times where he'll throw his voice for a specific role. Like, I can't tell Joel from The Last yeah. of Us from Kanji that easily. Um, um, Mark Hamill's incredibly easy to tell when it's him. Is it, wait, isn't Mark Hamill uh, Luke Skywalker? Yes. Yeah. Hey, I know him. He's... Uh, yeah. He's also the voice of the new Skeletor for Netflix, and honestly, best casting I could have ever thought of. Oh, yeah? I have to watch that at some point soon. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, though, because Mark Hamill's Skeletor is a prospect that I'm excited for. It's very good. You know what else is very good? Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. I was going to say the Pot of Greed. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh is also pretty good. <laughs> Who would Mark Hamill play in Yu-Gi-Oh? Can you play the Pot of Greed? I feel like Mark Hamill could do a really good Arcana. Arcana or Pegasus? Oh, yeah. Arcana would be great. Yeah. I can see your Mark Hamill Pegasus being really good. True. Okay, but hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. Mark Hamill in a like in a remastered Yu-Gi-Oh where he plays Panic. I can see it. True, True, but I I would prefer Mark Hamill in a role where he could ham it up entirely. So like Pegasus that's, and Arcana, I think he'd get to do his full range of fucking lunatic. Go batshit yeah. and make him Tristan. No. <laughs> they can give him the craziest lines. Just remake Tristan's entire character. <laughs> just have Tristan at one point completely impromptu and go, I'm the Joker, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'd like to order an order of normal bread. <laughs> no, please. Tristan's tricks. 
Pegasus. Oh my god. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm hesitant to say Mark Hamill as Pegasus just because I'm cursed with the knowledge that Pegasus is 24 and I feel like Mark Hamill sounds what? too old. Oh. Yeah. I cannot I be older than Maximilian Pegasus. What the fuck? Unfortunately. Unfortunately. That oh, hurts. I forgot he's supposed to be 24. But yeah, I, I will he's say. surprisingly young. Thinking about it, I. And I, this is going. This is going against my logic. There, I, I, I would love to hear Mark Hamill as Kyber, just doing like a full-on like. Oh. He doesn't have to sound like a kid. <laughs> you know what? Just Mark Hamill as Kyber. I'm down for that. Oh my goodness! Mark so Hamill down for that. Screaming about the card games being his life would <laughs> be incredible. <laughs> that would be really good. I don't have friends, Yugi. <laughs> I don't need friends. I have my blue eyes, white dragon. <laughs> oh my! And Kaiba goodness. laughs a lot, and Mark Hamill has some good laughs. That's very true. He he really does. Yeah. For someone who doesn't like fun, Seto Kaiba sure does love to laugh at everything. <laughs> yeah, he goes out of his way to be like, "I don't have fun." In this episode, it's like you are having so much fun, Kaiba. What are you on about? <laughs> I don't have fun proceeds to kill his own blue eyes so he won't have to mirror match it and then laughs in Joey's face as if he's having the most fun. And then like a few episodes later, flies in blue eyes jet, clearly having the best time. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no. Bio, you're going to love Yu-Gi-Oh! the movie. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bio, Yu-Gi-Oh! the movie, there is a whole montage AMV style of Kaiba flying blue eyes jet. I'm not oh saying anything else about it. You're going to love it. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, oh, uh, just for reference, the Pot of Greed is just a segment where I summarize the episodes, uh, consulting our uh, our favorite lovable scrunko of Yu-Gi-Oh, if you will, the Pot of Greed himself. Money, money. What's a scrunko? <laughs> it's it's a Smash Bros. meme that's been going around uh, of lovable scrunko from a platformer of your childhood, like. Uh, it's a, what was it? Scrimblo Bimblo, the lovable scrunko from the hidden <laughs> classic Nintendo sixty four platformer, should yeah. be added to Smash. <laughs> yeah, no, I I love that meme. It's beyond stupid, but it's funny for that exact reason. If you reason. feel like you're having a stroke hearing them say that, trust me, you're not the only one. Yeah, no, trust me. <laughs> Uh, anyway, our unlovable Skrunko uh, has told me that episodes 135 through, what is it? I have to double check again. 142. Eight episodes. Uh, two duels. Eight episodes. Uh, oh boy. Absolute, pure, unfiltered card games. Yes. If you're watching on Hulu, that's season three, episode 38 through season three, episode 45. Yes, correct. Can we all can we all agree to just cover the you, the uh, the Joey and Kaiba duel as one big thing? Because let's be real. Sure, I guess. Kaiba, Kaiba smashed his ass in like seconds. Well, no. the best parts of the, the the best parts of the duel. I was like, there's no were way they cut away from the duel. I was like, there's no way that they actually let Joey win because Kaiba like they have to have Kaiba in the show, and he would just like. He would just shrivel up and die if he lost twice in a row. <laughs> that is true. If Kaiba lost to Joey Wheeler here, Kaiba would have just vanished from the face of the earth in shame. It's important to note that in the manga, this this whole duel with Kaiba and Joey doesn't happen. They they just, uh, I think it's, if I'm remembering right, they suggest it and then they just dismiss it. Uh, well, that's funny. But in this one, Kaiba actually is like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll yeah, I'll duel you. Why not? Oh, well, look. The anime needed 
to let the manga get ahead. And I understand that. Yeah. And I'd prefer something like this, where it's small things that they insert uh, to allow that to happen, rather than virtual world arcs one and two. I'm still of the opinion that they are not good. People in the comments what? dislike great. my opinion of that, but uh You're insane. They're great arcs. <laughs> no. Did you enjoy having to sit through them? No. <laughs> Virtual World is where I kind of was introduced to Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh Really? But uh yeah, I I I I'd never uh I never watched Yu-Gi-Oh and then I I started watching it uh sort of in the background. Uh, when the Yami Marek versus uh, Bakora duel on the blimp is is, okay. is going on, and I was like, "What's going on here? Why are they yelling at each other?" And then uh, <laughs> I really thought I was like, "You know what? I'll give this this stupid show a shot." And uh, I think it was like right at the start of the virtual world arc when I really started watching entire episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh. So that 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 whole filler arc, I know it's much maligned. But in, I will defend it to the death because, in my opinion, it gives <laughs> it gives Kaiba some much le much needed development that he didn't get because in in the manga you get all that development kind of before the story of the anime that we're watching, and yeah. it kind of just skips over that. Whereas here it gives you a chance to sort of stop and be like, "What's going on with Kaiba? What really makes him tick? What well, where's he come from?" And uh, it, obviously, it's a very obtuse and and uh, slow way of doing it, and it gets in the way of the the main plot but as as somebody who had no idea what was going on it, it it made me sort of gravitate more towards wanting to learn about the show because it it spent a lot of time with one of the more interesting characters in the show and i was like i thought this was just going to be about a kid playing card games but there's there's actual <laughs> character stuff going on here that is completely understandable and i will say that the kaiba backstory is some of my favorite parts of the second virtual world arc so i do agree with you there that getting the kaiba backstory uh, like in the middle of it, as bloated mm. and clunky as it may be, is is really good. I I do always enjoy getting uh backstory for a character who is like a very antagonistic secondary protagonist. I'll say that we could have lived without the butler that they had because that guy was awful. <laughs> oh God, Hobson, yeah. I actually have uh, a slightly opposite. Thing. Uh, intro to Yu-Gi-Oh than that, where uh, oh, really? I had a VHS of specifically the first few episodes of Duelist Kingdom, like the uh, the Yugi Weevil duel and the Joey Mai duel, and I didn't actually start watching it live on TV until Battle City. So like the entire first part of Battle City with Arcana, with Strings, uh, with Esperoba, all that was when I started getting into it. So Virtual World sort of irks me because I got in of during Battle City. Like, early right. Battle City. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's actually really interesting. Just to see somebody get into it around that time and stick with it. I'm sure I would have hated it if I'd watched it from the beginning. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> that's fair, but, but it's understandable that you'd have nostalgia for it. Yeah. Look, being a kid and watching Shinado pop out of the arc was like, yo, what is that? <laughs> Fair. I don't even know half the words you just said. Bye, we just Shinado? watched it like a month ago. <laughs> I blacked it out already. <laughs> Understandable. You know what? Fair. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I still hold that the first virtual world arc could have been a lot worse thanks to how short it was. Yeah. And at least has some like really cool moments like Dragon Master Knight is still raw. Like 
incredible. Five-headed dragon could be cooler, but I still I still appreciate the aesthetic of that dragon. It's still such a cool monster. For for as much as I do rag on these filler arcs, they gave us five-headed dragon and Exodian Necros, and for that I will be grateful. Okay, but what is God. what is the Necros do? Okay, it just can't die. <laughs> is that the power? Uh, the power is that it functions when Exodia is dead. It's like the corpse resurrected. It's really neat. Okay. Bio, there are so many Exodia cards. It's just it's just best not to question them at this point. Mm. Bio, what if I told you there's an Exodia card where the entire point of it is that if you play it, your opponent wins the game? <laughs> what? No. What's? It's a, it's a what? real thing. Yeah, it's called True Exodia, and it's it's True wonderfully Exodia. stupid. What is the point of it? Is it just you don't want to play? Like your your mom took you to go play Yu-Gi-Oh, and you hated Yu-Gi-Oh, but your mom thinks you like Yu-Gi-Oh, so you buy this card so that you can just sit down and play it, so that you tell your mom that you actually play oh it, so my you goodness. can go be alone. Bio. Yeah. I promise you, there's strategy to cards like that. <laughs> it's called give your opponent the card so that you win. Ah. Uh, I. Yeah. Bio, I can only imagine how you'd react if you actually tried dual links and ran into somebody who runs a fuck who, who who just runs a suicide deck. Oh, I think I downloaded that. Is that the mobile? Yes. Yeah, it's the it's the. I do game, have it. I tried to play it. I didn't really understand what's happening. I just like clicked on cards and I was like, okay. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Bio, let me let me tell you something very funny for, about dual links. Yeah. Well, no, because you can only play three cards, right? Yeah, they they yeah. cut the field down to three monster zones and three spell zones, which is it's essentially a different format. Yeah. Um, so bio mm. in Duel Links, there are some players who to <laughs> to make the grind on leveling their characters faster, I guess, run specific decks that are meant to lose the game as fast as possible. <laughs> What? Yeah, like Exodia. They so you get they they pl- they play cards that will drain them of their own life points within oh, the first ones. turn, in order to get the game to be over without surrendering, just so that they can get the experience points to to keep grinding their character. Huh. Sounds about right. Honestly, I can't really judge though because I I down I played Union Cross a lot, so <laughs> I can't really judge. It's, it's really funny. <laughs> It's really funny because sometimes you'll just go into a PvP duel and you'll be like, "Okay, let's let's see what this guy has." Okay, Toon World, that's a thousand life. Okay, and and another two thousand. Okay, and he's dead. Um, I didn't even get to play a card, but I respect. It. Wait, sure, you ran into those people in PvP? Yeah, you're lucky. I've run into people running legitimate synchro decks who just destroy my my basic <laughs> beginner Gaia deck when all I want is to get Mokuba. Like, please let me into Silver Egg. That's all I want. Oh yeah, no. Ninety percent of Duel Links players right now are are just blue eyes white dragon decks, and it it sucks. Speaking of things that suck, episodes thirty eight oh, to forty. Okay. <laughs> you scared me. You scared me for a second. I was like, oh, no, please. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the anime. They don't suck. They're good episodes. He's not ready for that. Okay. Season 3, episode 38. Recap and intro takes up a whole minute 48 of this episode. Nice. Imagine losing your own tournament. 
Yeah, right. Well, but then he like he's like looking up at the tower, and he was like, "I couldn't have possibly lost." He like says something, and I was like, "So you're pretty much admitting that you had the tournament rigged." <laughs> this is the way he was talking. He was like, "There was no way I had everything in place." And I was like, "Yeah, that doesn't sound good." <laughs> he just opens the episode going, "No, I was perfect. What happened?" And it's like, "Well, you weren't perfect. Get owned. Just, just play better. Easy peasy." Whenever I I'm watching an episode of Yu-Gi-Oh, I'm always very aware when the dub has just laid dialogue over footage that clearly has no dialogue and that I feel it was very noticeable at the beginning of this episode of episode 38 because it's it's just Kaiba standing there like, looking at Yugi realizing he's lost and then looking up and seeing a sort of a vision of Yugi at the top of the Kaiba Corp tower and reaching up and being like no it was so close and it's like a good minute or, or, or two and it's just it, in the Japanese. It's it's obviously just him silent with the music playing, and it's very dramatic. And then <laughs> you would in think. the dub, it's like, oh, it no, oh, it's not. It's not. It's still him having like this internal monologue, uh, where where his hate was going to conquer, uh, the ghost of his father. And then he's just like, I'm supposed to be at the top of my tower. So why is Yugi there instead? It's it's much shorter, and it's it's not nearly as wordy. Uh, but yeah. there there is still that. It has the internal monologue, but the, the, there's dialogue that they put here where it's like, Kaiba's like, no, how could I lose to you, Yugi? And Yugi's like, Kaiba, of course you were going to lose. Look at my cards and all that. And, and, and it just takes away from the moment of just the silent, like, like the complete desperation of having realized he's, he's lost his chance to get all the god cards. And I don't know. I wish the dub would give the characters more time to just not talk. True. Yeah, Kaiba's just sitting there like, I can't believe I lost. I was so perfect. What went wrong? And Yugi's just like, it's because you didn't have faith. Faith in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Kaiba. Please, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Yami's already anti-drug. Don't make him pro-Christian, too. Pulls a Bible out of his coat and hands God. it to him. <laughs> you must know the good word, Kaiba. Um, actually, Yugi does still conf confront Kaiba when he is shocked about uh, the loss in the sub, uh, and the line that he gives is arguably worse than in the dub for me. Uh, it's just much cornier. And Yami <laughs> just goes, Kaiba, you failed to defeat the most important monster. The hate in your heart. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's beyond preachy. But, like, <laughs> it's perfectly on brand for this series, which makes it great. Yeah. Also, I need to be at my best to defeat the, the worst monster of all, drugs. <laughs> Please <stop. laughs> Kaiba, would you like some? Would you like some drugs? <laughs> Cocaine will make the pain feel less, less bad, Kaiba. I, I also brought this up yesterday. Uh, I think it was to you, Carl. I think I sent you what the title of this episode is in the original uh, yes. sub. Uh, the translators had fun with this one because there's one word that they keep translating as scrub. And so this episode is called The Blazing Road of a Scrub, Jono Uchi versus Kaiba. <laughs> Look, I blacked out. I looked at that title card and I was laughing my ass off. Speaking of Joey, he he comes back at the. Well, I don't know if he came back at the end of the last one, but he's here, and uh, he's feeling a lot better because he was he was obviously just essentially dead. Yeah, <laughs> essentially he had died, and uh, he was having a, a vision where he was dueling, and uh, he came back, and at the beginning of this one. Uh, he's there to see uh, Yugi defeat Kaiba, and he's very happy that Red Eyes, I assume, was involved. 
And Tristan yeah. turns to him and says, you were snoozing, but your card wasn't. Which is weird to say about someone you thought was dead. Yeah, really. Uh, well, in the dub, he wasn't dead. He was just taking a little nappy nap. He was a sleepy boy. True. He's taking a little snooze. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the sub, uh, reminder that that episode is called Jonah and She Dies. <laughs> so he's very much on the verge of death and comatose. In the sub, for... Serenity's crying over her what she believes is her brother's corpse, and her friends are all just like, can't believe he's fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and... Joey just shrugging off, being like, of course, I couldn't miss you, duel. And then in the sub, he's like, I'm not going to die that easy, Yugi. <laughs> not until we fight his true duelist. And I'm like, damn. Yeah, Yugi's over here crying for literally nothing in the dub, and it's hilarious. Yeah. I ain't going to die. It's not the first time I've gotten the shit kicked out of me. You remember season zero where that guy kicked the shit out of me? <laughs> <laughs> and season one where that guy, that other guy kicked the shit out of me? Or season two where that one guy kicked the shit out of me and stole my red eyes you know that card you played right here <laughs> and then there was that time Merrick tried to make me kick the shit out of you I think someone stabbed me at one point I don't remember it's all a blur <laughs> <laughs> and if you read the manga there's a point where my father throws a, a fucking beer bottle at my head Jesus Christ. yeah <laughs> I just I wish to have the energy that Joey has, just like coming out of a coma, staring at someone you hate and being like, let's fucking fight. Let's throw down. Yeah. <laughs> I have defeated death, Kaiba. You're going to be nothing. <laughs> I've overcome the mortal concept of death. Well, let's let's not forget oh, that Kaiba yeah, is taunting Yugi during their duel immediately was just like, oh, what's the matter? You weren't strong enough to bring Joey's casket up here with you. Jeez. Yeah, Kaiba's ruthless in the song. Hey, Koiba, little did you know, my family comes from a very long line of families. You see, I am secretly Joey Wheeler Belmont. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, I tried to watch. I... Never mind, never mind. I don't. We, need... uh, we, have, we have enough episodes. You don't need to go. <laughs> <laughs> you were about to get into a Castlevania tangent, weren't you? Yes, I was. Okay. <laughs> I was just going to say, Kaiba's the kind of person who would, I have like. overcome the spectrum. Kaiba's the kind of, of death. person who would buy someone's grandpa's ashes and spread them on the field to fuck with them during a duel. No, he wouldn't spread them. That's too kind. He would throw the urn in the center of the duel ring, have it shatter, and then just turn his holograms all the way up so the wind from an attack would blow them all away. You're right, actually. He is that extra. Yugi, I summoned my field spell. Grandpa's ashes. It's like, Kai, oh, no. pot of greed. You want to know what it does? Oh, Tips no. over urn. <laughs> <laughs> No, Kaiba drops two two cards in the urn beforehand to prepare it. It's premature burial and grave robber. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Yugi just looks at it and goes, "Eh." In the sub, he's an absolute pervert. Anyway, he won't be missed. Oh my god! Wow. Oh man. He spent an entire season trying Rip to Solomon. save his grandpa's life. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then, and then he's then like, I saved your life once, old man. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> Everyone gets one. Yeah. Yeah, and then immediately after in the season that follows, <laughs> Grandpa repays it by basically molesting Taya at one point. Oof. Hate to see it. Like, people forget in the manga, he's an absolute raging pervert because that's just a thing. Yes, because he's a Japanese grandpa in the manga. Your point? <laughs> yeah, like when he was uh, freaking out over the size of the uh, TV that he was looking at. 
and nothing that was on the TV, like the scantily dressed uh, cheerleaders. Oh, right, 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 yeah. So getting getting ourselves off of this uh, pervy grandpa moto topic, can we talk about how Kaiba is going on this whole speech about being alone when his little yeah. baby brother is yeah. literally right there five feet away watching him do this? So alone. He's like, brother, right here. I was born alone. I'll die alone. I've always been alone. I'll always be alone. Uh, Sato. Sato, I'm right here. I don't need anyone. Yeah, he doesn't need anyone. That means you too. What? <laughs> Man. I like the part where Kaiba says, I'm not interested in having any pals to slow me down. And Yami goes, how sad. Yeah, <laughs> like, the how sad. <laughs> how was, sad. That's the most Such savage I've response. ever seen this man be on screen. <laughs> Everyone should have pals. Everyone needs a friend. Hold on, what was, what was the line that I wrote down? Uh... I, I could have sworn I wrote something. Maybe it's... Yeah, okay, it's episode 136. I'll bring it up later. I'm sorry. <laughs> these these three are blurring together, so... Uh, yes, I'm, I'm yes, just trying to go in order. Uh, oh, yeah. We see the same Joey flashbacks for, like, the 80th time in Battle City, and I'm like, please, God, we've seen it enough. I know! I know that he beat Esperoba. <laughs> I know that he beat Mako Tsunami. Please! We're in the echo chamber of Joey Wheeler over here. Like, Damn! The, the few victories that he has and he's going to cherish them <laughs> the one he should cherish most is Weevil but I want to see him less I think the best part of this episode is when Taya just sort of walked away and no one noticed oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> the best part is in, in the dub they at least go like oh she probably went to the bathroom or something in the sub it takes until Yugi is also gone for them to realize Taya's disappeared I hate to see it oh boy <laughs> oh Oh, Duke and Tristan, really? You two or something else? <laughs> Good Merrick's spirit is just inside Taya like, this duel's gotten boring. I'm going to go talk to my sister. <laughs> Merrick just has the, the siren go off in his head like, this is filler, I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, bitch. <laughs> he really does have that filler detection, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, no. Let's go do some plot. All, all virtual world too. He's just like I'm going to sit here while they suffer through thirty episodes of shit and come back only to kill the crab robots. <laughs> Which is admittedly one of the best parts. It is it is an incredible. It's a highlight. <laughs> incredible moment near the end of that arc. The Loki spoilers only go up to episode two, so if you've seen episode two, you're fine. But if you don't want to hear it, skip to forty-two fifty-seven. Thank you very much. Kind of feels like. Uh, spoilers for Loki, the show, but it kind of feels like Marek has decided that he can do anything as long as it's filler, because it won't actually affect the timeline, so he can... Uh, has anyone seen Loki? <laughs> no. I, I have. I, I enjoyed uh, it a lot. It's rather like hiding in an apocalypse. You can hide in a filler arc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. It doesn't affect anything. I need to hide in a filler arc. Let's see. Virtual world? Uh. Virtual World 2? Maybe. Oricalcos? What the fuck's an Oricalcos? <laughs> Capsule Monster's perfect! No one will look for me there! <laughs> it's weird. These episodes really set up, like, that Joey has the potential to beat Kaiba. But I do want to say, he really doesn't come close, I don't think, at all. He's on the defensive the entire time. 
And but but right before it happens, Ka uh, Yami's like, I think he could beat Kaiba. He he basically beat Merrick. And but then no, he doesn't really have much of a showing here. Well, that's yeah, because really. Kaiba. Uh, has done his magical gambit of drawing into the shrink crush card combo turn one for the 80th time mm. on screen when Seriously. that combo is so hyper specific and he has nothing to search it out. He has to be running like three copies of shrink, which just makes me think that Kaiba has a secret micro fetish. Please. No, no. <laughs> you DM'd this to me and I cringe. Come on, Shore. <laughs> Listen, the viewers need to hear it too. Do they? <laughs> Really? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, but it's also funny that Crush Card is one of the least effective cards, I think, to use against Joey because of how many of his monsters are jobbers under <laughs> 1500 attack. <laughs> like, this man runs Battle Warrior unironically, Kai, but you're not going to do much. I'm just Every time, I'm just like, all you got to do is pop a Harpy's Feather Duster. Run some form of back row. That's all you need. You can't destroy my monster. Wrong, bitch. I got Raigeki. Guess what? Your monster's gone. It is real funny how often back row is the answer to a lot of these tools and no one has any. Right? It's, Mai's yeah. not using her Hoppy's Feather Duster right now. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately not. She's in the coma <laughs> dimension where Joey was a couple episodes ago. Just be like, all right, Mai, I'm going to borrow your three Harpy's Feather Dusters because we're in the good times and I'll bring these back later. <laughs> Hey, don't worry about it. Let's see. Um, hmm. Happy's Feather Dust. Uh, oh, you know what? I, I think I'll take Elegant Egotist as well while I'm here. <laughs> oh, Mira Walsh. <laughs> That's a good one to take. Any card I take, she can't use against me in the future. She'll know. She'll smell him coming out of his deck. <laughs> <laughs> they just She's reek still... a perfume. She's still spraying them with perfume out of habit. She pops out of the coma and walks up to him. And he's like, oh my god, my, you're... And she just pulls out a knife and puts it to his throat. Give me back my fucking cards. <laughs> I can smell them, Joseph. <laughs> Please don't have my call him Joseph. That's a baby dragon bit exclusively. Um... I, I also just want to mention that there's one specific shot of Kaiba where I, I think it's just him like having this inner rant of, yes, you're nothing, Wheeler. I, I forget the specifics, but it looks so wildly over-sharpened. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God, yeah. Like, they took that filter and turned it up to 100%. There's no reason for this to look this bad. Oh, gotta love it. Looks like they tried to do like the Dragon Ball Z Kai effect. Yeah, actually. <laughs> Makes everyone super shiny. <laughs> yeah. It's either this episode or the next one, but there's a point where in the middle of the duel with jo with uh, Joey and Kaiba, after Taya has just walked away, Yugi's puzzle starts to like Glow. go on vibrate mode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he just picks it up and he's just like, what's going on? And you just get this really funny frame. Of the puzzle with Taya's face. <laughs> this looks like AMV material from 2005. It's so good. <laughs> like, Numb by Linkin Park is playing in the background. That's the fucking thumbnail. Crawling in my skin. <sighs> we gonna move on to 39? Uh, hold on. We cannot yeah. forget oh. the classic. I can't let Kaiba see me sweat. Immediately has a bead of sweat drop from his right. face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If Yugi is good at, at one thing, the comedy almost always hits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I uh, the the very end of this episode has the first of many references in these episodes to uh, the the American side Taya currently being the good Merrick, the good side of Merrick, but. Really, everybody's just ignoring the fact that he was that that the, the leader of the card game mafia that that you know was going around stealing cards and attacking people and right. That Thank was all you. him. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think this is can be termed good. <laughs> this isn't the innocent Marek. This is just the less evil Marek. Right? It's okay. He learned from his mistakes <laughs> yeah, now. Th- this is the the relatively good hypothetically speaking Merrick <laughs> this is the Merrick that found his copy of the bible <laughs> no, <laughs> this is still the Merrick that was like I know how to get the pharaoh to die I'll just threaten him with a really bad time yeah <laughs> duel your friend with a bomb underneath the, the arena that sounds like fun <laughs> Nine. Season three, episode thirty-nine. Episode one hundred and thirty-six. Wow. My my first notes on this episode are just a, a a quick tangent of just still curious about a timeline where Yami Merrick actually lost to Joey. God, if only. Like, That's fair. Now get ready to taste some chicken, cause I summoned the winged dragon. Hurrah! Okay. Now, Shura, <laughs> question about this hypothetical timeline. Did Joey still die after getting the attack off? <laughs> or is he, like, barely conscious and just sitting in a chair going, eh? No, I think what would have happened would be uh, Joey, Joey, you know, just barely ekes out the victory. And right before he's about to, like, fall over dead, he basically does the anime just catching himself on his foot thing. Stands up, his hair's all standing on end. It's me, evil Joey. No. <laughs> Imagine. It's Yami Joey. Yami Joey. And now the new holder of the rod. <laughs> and then Merrick's corpse is just a corpse for the rest of the season. In- instead of Jonah, she dies, Damn. it's Merrick dies. He's face first on the floor. The The veins are still there, <laughs> but like he's face down so we don't see it. God, those veins. Um, yeah, this is the episode where it just opened with, uh, <clears throat> with the iconic line delivery that made me think of a bit that could run for five minutes, hypothetically. Uh, watch it, pal. I'm not your pal, Wheeler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only thing that came to mind was, I'm not your bro, fam. I'm not your fam, homie. I'm not your homie, pal. I'm not your friend, I'm not your Wheeler, I'm pal. Your that doesn't make any sense, Wheeler. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> Kai, but you're supposed to let the bit run. That's the fun of it. <laughs> I don't have fun. Ah, well, I never knew you was a killjoy. Let's see. The, the quickest recap of this episode is... Joey and Kaiba continue dueling while Merrick has a rod tile dysfunction. Joey has a lip flap that makes him look like he's doing dog barking noises. The what? They're, okay, there's the sequence <laughs> where, Joe, where they have like a side view of... They have a side view of Joey, and they keep doing this lip flap with him where it just looks like he's going, bah, 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 bah. That's most lip flaps in Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why this one was particularly funny, though. Um, Blade Knight with the legendary sword that's just a dagger at first was really funny. <laughs> like he's going to just good. walk up and shiv Little Wingard, and then the sword gets bigger, and it's like, oh, okay. And uh, 
I think the best part of this episode was just watching Merrick fight Merrick, but inside of Taya's body. Oh yeah, Taya just doing the backflip, catching herself on the rail. <laughs> so cool. Easily no the most cool thing that Taya's done in the show. Oh, 100%. And it's not even Taya, not even Taya which is the funniest part. <laughs> it's a good thing this body has instinctual knowledge of acrobatics. That's dancers. I could not have done this. She's a dancer. It works. For all you know, Marek has been practicing his moves. That's true. I mean, why do you think he wears the crop top? I can see Merrick practicing <laughs> ballet. I'm just imagining him possessing Taya's body in the middle of the night just to practice karate. <laughs> I'll show that son of a he bitch. He all of it in his mind palace first, and then, oh and my then goes God. to Taya. I'm picturing Merrick just as, like, in Taya's body, walking up to the top of the blimp, doing, like, jumping jacks, stretching. So, like, for four hours, just doing a full workout routine, and then just going back no. to bed. Nobody knows except for one night where Tristan goes up top like, where's, where's Taya? What the fuck? <laughs> they start the, the, the Joey and uh, Kaiba duel and they're just like, Taya, something seems different about you. And she's just like big and bulky. Just like, what do you mean, guys? <laughs> <laughs> do you do haircut, Taya? Not recently, oh no. <laughs> like, not even Taya notices the difference. <laughs> Just no, normal no, she day. Like, she's been like trying to like work out, so she'll take like a an afternoon like walk for like five minutes, and she that's why she thinks she's so jacked. She's oh like, wow, my man, god, been... Dubtail Wood! This is yeah. this is on brand. Taya, you've gotten really jacked. What's your secret? Sit ups, pull ups, and plenty of juice. <laughs> I have to know. What? Did Yami Merrick threaten Taya Merrick with the sword in the rod or with the no, rod itself? Unfortunately not. It was still just the rod itself. I keep thinking they'll use the knife that's inside of the Millennium Rod more often, and then they just don't. Yeah, he uh, he just points the uh, the other end at, at her, right, to, to push her off the edge. <laughs> Which is still devastating. It's still basically an axe. Yeah. Yeah. I had a friend who uh, cosplayed Merrick and... Uh, they were flying to a convention with the Millennium Rod prop uh, oh, no. out because they didn't want to risk it damaging, getting damaged. And it was just, it was just like paper mache, like, uh, like not, it was like very uh, flimsy and, and uh, light, but they, they kept getting stopped on the plane by people who were like, is that a weapon? What, <laughs> what, what are you going to do with that? Imagine someone holding up a plane with the Millennium Rod. <laughs> That'd be fine. Unless it's the real deal, I don't think I'd be scared. <laughs> All right, Captain. I'm hijacking this plane. Everyone's going to Miami. Please, no. It, there's enough people That's here. The real we shadow don't game. need more. <laughs> That's the real shadow realm right now. Yes, correct. Actually, correct. In the middle of this episode, I just forgot that there was a duel going on, and I was just like, oh, right. I forgot this was happening because I was waiting for Yugi to just beat the shit out of Merrick with his bare hands. <laughs> As good as that would have been, that would have also just been Yugi beating up Tan. He's not going to do that. He's too much of a simp for that. No, I mean Yami Merrick. Oh. Well, absolutely, that would have been incredible. Just but Yami like, Merrick sitting there taunting him, and Yugi just slowly walks up to him and just... You think, you think Yugi knows how to fist fight? No, he know, he only knows how to duel on the card game field, not the battlefield. Yeah, but so the only person so far that has had like any kind of outside conflict is that freaking bug boy who like took the guy's cards and ripped them up and that's like the most conflict we've ever seen oh my god 
<laughs> You're not entirely wrong. Yeah. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a moment in this duel where Joey, and I might have just misunderstood how the card was being used, but he uses enemy controller to destroy Blue Eyes White Dragon. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. What is that thing? How does he do that? Uh, enemy controller <laughs> is is a spell card that lets you either destroy or take control of an opponent's monster for a thousand life points. Really? It lets you destroy it? Yeah. Uh, in the actual TCG, I probably should have looked this up beforehand. Tribute but... one monster, then target one face-up monster your opponent controls. Take control of that target. Or take target one face-up monster your opponent controls. Change that target's battle position. Yeah, in the real-life yeah. TCG, it does not let you destroy an opponent's monster. So but... this is this is an anime rule. Yeah. Yes. I see. This is Jeremy, must have like, forgotten oh, about I that. saw this. Uh, I saw him use this card once before. Let me just it's make it up. It's the secret cheat yeah. code. Yeah. The secret cheat code. The cheat codes that they put in completely unnecessary. Total BS. I appreciate that they exist. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it very funny. Then, then Joey uses Monster Reborn to get Blue Eyes White Dragon after he's used the enemy controller to destroy it. Does everybody have Monster Reborn? Yes. By this point, <laughs> everyone has one in their deck. Okay, yeah, because I was going to say, it's, it's everybody, I think, uses it in yeah. these duels. <laughs> they, they become very reliant on their monster reborns. Can't blame them. It's a good this card. This much I did remember. True. That is why it was banned for a long time. Yeah, I was about to say, they found out that it's getting banned in the next ban list, and they were like, oh, man, we have to run it at three for the rest of this entire tournament. Use it or lose it, because <laughs> we're losing it anyway. So you guys can bring back monster reborn at one, but you can't give me a fucking pot of greed. Come on. Can't believe it's still banned. Rip to a legend. <laughs> we'll remember him in our hearts and also in the anime because he does show up in this episode. Our favorite Skrunko. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I'm going to need that cut out and saved <laughs> as its own audio bit. That can that that'll be the uh, that'll be the Millennium Mike sub emote. I'm I'm gonna <laughs> like, put sad, not sub emote, the sub alert. like sad Yu-Gi-Oh <laughs> instrumental music and just just have a photo of pot of green grayscale transparent <laughs> R.I.P. the lovable Scrunko. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be so good. Um, can I just say how how funny it is to just have Yami Merrick turn around as Yugi's transforming in the back, just going, "Look at this! I'm quite popular today." With the transformation music going on. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Sometimes the anime really does just hit, and this was so good. I was like shouting in joy. It's a very dramatic moment, considering literally nothing happens. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It's intimidation tactics, and you know what? It fucking worked. <laughs> Merrick's just like, I'll deal with you later, Pharaoh. And then he leaves. He's like, actually, you know what? Fuck this. It just walks away. And another thing. And then he leaves. Says nothing yeah. else. I would think that Teo would like go and see a doctor with the amount of times she's just been passing out and not knowing what's been going on. But she's so buff as a result. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> You've got Taya out here looking like that one character from Hunter Hunter, who's like the little girl normally, but then she gets super oh, buff. Oh, Taya's Bisky Kruger is an idea I did not yeah. need in my brain, but now it's there, and I do appreciate it. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait for the Hunter Hunter rewatch podcast. Please don't, 
because I think the Chimera <laughs> Antark is hard enough getting through once. I don't know that I could do it again. Oh, yeah. No, trust me. But I mean, hey, Shibuya, if we do a Hunter Hunter rewatch, then we can have little Karibo back on because he plays a character in the Chimera Antark. You do? It's true. I, I play uh, one of the Ortho siblings who are very upsetting characters because they're they're brother and sister but they're very touchy-feely with each other oh Ugh, i forgot about that yeah i forgot that also wait so like i i yeah never mind you probably don't want to know by <laughs> <laughs> no i, I still remember going through the dub for hunter hunter for the first time and hearing your voice come out of the that character and being like holy shit <laughs> i remember i remember when it came out on uh i think on toonami and I was reading a reaction thread and somebody, like, when they heard my voice was like, is that Yami Yugi? <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Alright, are we good for episode 40? Uh, no, because I have to I have to just set the scene for you. So guys, imagine you have one thing that you love. One thing that you love a lot. This random shithead from Brooklyn takes it from you and decides to use it against you. So you take that second copy of the thing you love most in this world, more than your own sibling, and you kill it so that you don't have to see it used against you. <laughs> I'm the only one who could use these. <laughs> these are mine. No one else's. <laughs> Fuck you, Wheeler. And, I, and Joey says... Someone needs to chill. Who knew Kaiba would get that worked up over one little card? And it's like, have you met Kaiba? Were you there for the first episode of this show, Wheeler? Literally, Ooh. Blue Eyes was the whole, like, inciting incident of the series. Who would have thought he'd get worked up over one card? Holds up Kaiba Man card. What do you think, Kaiba? <laughs> Come on, Joey. Flashback to the manga where, canonically, Kaiba made a murder amusement park. Because of how much he hated Yugi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Murder Amusement Park is still so good and so ridiculous. The original Kaibaland was meant to kill people. Why? For fun. The ultimate... Because I'm rich and I can get away with this. <laughs> true. <laughs> what better uh, sport to hunt than uh, people, you know? The ultimate <laughs> game. Season oh three, episode forty. Oh, my first note is uh, "Baby Dragon." Hi. Episode one thirty-seven, hey, the one the with Baby Dragon thing. and also Time Wizard. God, no, we're not talking about that one. <laughs> By the way, it was the thumbnail for that episode on Yu-Gi-Oh.com. You can't Hated escape it. him. He's yeah. here. The one with a baby dragon who's actually on model for once. Yeah. He's more on model than most other baby <laughs> dragons, but he looks like he's about to break out into the JoJo dance. Joseph, why have you brought me out to this hellscape of a battlefield? Carl, Jesus. will that show up in your recording? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> I need the audience at home to hear some voice mod nonsense for once. <laughs> oh my goodness. If, if there's one thing that I still really love about Yu-Gi-Oh, it's just every so often you'll get monsters and things that are so off model that it's just a delight yeah and it really makes me want to just go make a sarah mclaughlin commercial that's just have you ever had your dual monsters go off model <laughs> which is a really funny thought considering these are holographic projections of the cards so it's it's just really <laughs> funny to think that like potentially 
Anytime you summon a monster, there is a 10% chance it will look like a really shittier beta version of that monster's model. And that 10% just happens to pop up in certain episodes. Listen, Kaiba wanted to save a little money. He outsourced to Todd Howard. It just and Please don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> sure, I'm begging you. All right, but the Nutrient Z play. Nutrient Z was that very was a good. good play. I wasn't expecting that from Joey. That was a genuinely good play from Joey. How 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 did he actually think to put that in his deck of all things? Probably after seeing Yugi use it. <laughs> was he there for when Yugi used it? That's a great question, actually. Yeah, because uh, I think he was uh, he was uh, sleeping in his bed while Yugi dropped that Nutrient Z play. He was there in spirit. Literally, yes, correct. <laughs> you found the right answer, Carl. Congratulations. It's me, the ghost of Joey Wheeler. Hey, guess what, Yugi? I'm going to die. See ya. <laughs> this episode, Joey fucking dies. Again. <laughs> the balls on this man to just look at Seto Kaiba and go, look, I finished top four in this tournament and so did you. <laughs> just spitting facts in this man's face and he's so mad we're basically on the same level man no <laughs> say it again and I will buy out your entire family do you like your house wheeler we'll be on the same level you like your house wheeler I'm gonna fucking buy it and level it I'll make sure you live That's in a trailer where my abusive father lives <laughs> 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 Good, then I'll buy your abusive father. Like I'll give him more bottles to throw at you. <laughs> Jesus! I'll get him some more Pabst Blue Ribbon. At the beginning of this episode, uh, Ishizu's still talking to Yami about uh, how you know he has to defeat her brother and all that, and 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 she begs him to defeat her brother's dark side and save the world, or the world will crumble. Because you know. The dub has introduced this idea that the fate of the world is at stake as opposed to just, you know, people's lives in general. Like, they're just the, the, the people that they care about. Uh, so, there's this moment where she says, the world will crumble if you fail. And all Yami seems to hear is, if I win, I get those god cards, right? <laughs> I mean, he is not wrong. That, that is the other outcome of oh, this. Oh, man, that's so good. Pharaoh. If you don't win this duel, all that we know will end. But I get and the cards, right? Get the god cards. I get the swag, yeah. <laughs> I, Honestly, if that, Yugi was straight up like that 100%, I would love him more. <laughs> yeah, that's great and all that. I'll, I'll save the world, whatever. I get the card, though. No, the funniest part <laughs> is if little Yugi is like that. Yami is very serious about saving the world, and then you just see little Yugi apparate before him, and he's just like, but we wait, get wait, the wait, god wait, card wait. if we win, right? Yeah, he's like, wait, 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 hold, hold. Right, like, we, we get the card, right? <laughs> like, make sure that that's part of the deal. I'm all about these god cards. Oh, ho-hum, <laughs> if only some brave warrior would save the world from destruction, then I could give them all of these rare cards that I have. We'll do it! Rare cards. <laughs> it's just like holding low to his face and just sniffing them. Like, yeah. Yugi, there are more important things at stake here. Yeah, yeah, whatever. They will Cards. be mine. Oh, yes. They will be mine. Ishizu, can you give me more gems on Duel Links? 
What good are you? She she goes, excuse me, Yugi, what the fuck is a dual links? Listen, that doesn't matter. I need more gems. I have to oh, do more Oh, you can see the points. future, but you don't know about video games, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I can see the future of your duels. I can't see the future no, of he... your phones. I, I don't know what the fuck Even a better, he... is. She pulls the necklace out of his pocket and throws it at her and goes, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> the next time Yugi meets Shoddy, he's just like, Shoddy, when am I going to get the gacha game pulls that I want? Which millennium item will get me the waifu I want? I need the dark magician girl waifu. Yugi, you have a serious problem and I brought some friends to intervene. Who are the friends, Carl? I need to know. Joey. Tristan's there. Duke couldn't be reached for comment. Duke, Duke <laughs> had an unfortunate motorcycle accident where he uh, went flying face first into a barrel full of fish and he's stuck in there. So he can't make it. No, Duke is there but still with the barrel over his head so you hear an echo chamber whenever he talks and sometimes there's wet flop. <laughs> Mai was quoted as saying, Who? <laughs> Up. It's beyond fucked up. I love it. It's, it's as fucked up as Joey looking around and seeing that uh, Taya and Yugi weren't there, and he's just like, they didn't stick around to see my big finish. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's not, not cool. cool. That's so bad for him. Oh, oh no, that's that's what I wrote down. Uh, I had a note that specifically said when Baby Dragon was summoned in defense mode. Baby Dragon looking like he's about to make a YouTube video called "The Problem with Blue-Eyed Dragons." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. It's very important that we note that when Kaiba brings his blue eyes white dragon back, uh, Duke says, old blue eyes is back, which, you know, the translation team must have just been waiting years to be able to sneak that in there. Like, as, as soon as blue <laughs> yeah, eyes returned to Kaiba, they were like, okay, finally. God, to, to be able to pick the brains of the translators for four kids... I would pay so much. I would love right. to just sit down and have an interview with some of the people who had to figure out ways to dance around how dark Yu-Gi-Oh's source material actually is, while also somehow making it worse and darker in certain cases. <laughs> like, the fate of the world rests on this one card game, which is arguably worse than if some people in this town were killed because Merrick's a psycho. Hey, George, four kids, head, head translator of four kids. Do we want to handle season zero at all? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. This is where, uh, this is where my note came from of like blue eyes, white dragon, but it's a, it's not a blue dragon or it's not a white dragon, but I wonder if it's cause it would look like Lugia from Pokemon if they made it white with blue eyes. Hmm? Not really, because Lugia also has hints of blue, like on Whatever. Whatever. its head. You try it. Okay, well, <laughs> if you're gonna put the question out there and just ignore the truth, sure. <laughs> Look. I didn't think I get shut down so fast. <laughs> I would say the closer like comparison would be Galarian, Moltres, and Red Eyes, if anything. Whatever. Damn, Vile. But, yeah. You're um, almost madder here than I expected you to be when Time Wizard came to the field. Shut up! <laughs> I wrote a note saying catch Bio Malding in the Discord call and I predicted the future, baby. Let's go. Oh my god, I was losing it. 
Yeah, I just have it all caps. Uh, God, no, not Time Wizard. Why, 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 why? <laughs> oh, mine was uh, all caps. Bio, it's Time Wizard. Bio, you love Time Wizard. <laughs> my next my next note is, I hope you lose, Jerry. God, I hate it here. <laughs> At the very least, you get to see this funny off-model Time Wizard where his eyes all, like, fucked up like it's a googly eye. Oh, yeah, look at him. He's got a lazy eye. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Good. Poor guy's been in that deck so long he hasn't had the chance to see in 10,000 episodes. He's trying his best. He is. His best is not good enough. Excuse me? (laughs) You heard me. (laughs) (laughs) One of these days I'll duel you with a Joey deck and you're gonna regret everything you've said. Even if I lose, it'll be worth it. (laughs) So I... Part of me can't blame Kaiba for not believing the, the ancient Egyptian stuff, but I'm also like... It, it, can, has he taken a blood test to see if there's Egyptian in his blood? No, because he's or so confident like that a, the answer is no. That's that's fair. I was like, it's either like, is it a blood relation thing, like a bloodline thing, or is it just a he is a reincarnation and there's no blood relation sort of thing? Uh, Big brother, I will I got never you get that answer. Me to, well, I I got well. you one of those 21, 23, whatever the fuck they are. The twenty three and me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it says here that I'm a hundred percent. Awesome. <laughs> and Moko just goes, but Seto, it says that you have it says like 50% Egyptian. Egyptian. <laughs> There's 50% Egyptian in here, Seto. 100% awesome, Mokuba. <laughs> Mokuba, that's 100% bullshit. Now get that out of my face. <laughs> you just wrote that on the results with a Sharpie. <laughs> no, he like bought out the company so that he could, he could give himself exactly. the results. Oh my God, he's so <laughs> bought out 23 and me just to fake his own oh, results. Man. That'd be good. Uh, so, <laughs> about that question, the sub actually does bring up that uh, I believe the implication is that they're meant to be like purely reincarnations, so whether there's uh-huh. an actual bloodline, I'm not sure of. But they talk about how the stone tablet that was in the Domino Museum was specifically written by the priest to the pharaoh as a prayer for the dead. And was like a promise that they would be able to meet again in the future and fight like they used to. Which actually is really touching and really emotional. Yeah, the the dub always makes it out to seem like the the Seto priest was the Pharaoh's like mortal enemy or Villain. something, when the reality yeah. is yeah. they were just rivals. They just they really rivals liked dueling against each other. Yeah. It gets very muddled. It's it's almost like the Joey Yugi relationship, honestly. Like, with the yeah. proper context. Can you imagine if they had actually worked in an ancient Egyptian thing for Joey? Just... I'm the court hey. jester, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the court jester finds himself in possession of a red eyes after he won it in a bet from ancient Egyptian Rex Raptor. <laughs> Still getting owned to this it day. It amuses me when he tries playing the game. <laughs> Look at me! I'm the f- I'm the funny Brooklyn Brooklyn accented Joey Wheeljipped character. Wheeljipped. Just wait for this. We broke part of the corner of the stone so it would fall over and hit his toe. It's gonna be very <laughs> funny when it falls. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you no longer amuse me. Go work on the pyramids. Oh man! <laughs> Along with all the other characters that we don't show. Rex Raptor, Weevil Underwood, they're all doing that. Good, that's what Weevil deserves. 
<laughs> I'm picturing like ancient Egyptian weevil crawling towards a river, just like water. No, ancient, water! ancient Egyptian weevil. Uh, in the place where he sleeps, like right outside of the pyramids, he he just sleeps next to a bunch of locusts, and he's slowly gone mad and learns to like love them as if they're family, which is why he's so insane. The, lo the locusts tell me the future. <laughs> Shibuya, I, Shibuya, I had a similar thought to you there, but I was about to go with um, ancient Egyptian Rex or not Rex uh, weevils just. He's just working. He's just living his life. Eventually, the plagues come, and he's just like, Take me, my brothers! <laughs> I want you all! I want you all of this calamity! <laughs> a cloud of now their blood just, will spill! <laughs> a cloud of locusts just goes right past him, and the next thing you know, there's just a fucking pile of bones where, where we evil was. Uh, good, good. Perfect. God. <laughs> Hate that character. Yeah, no, we're not oh. evil fans on this show. <laughs> Gotcha. Honestly, gotcha. I, I would believe it if you. I would believe it if you told me there was an ancient Egyptian equivalent for Weevil that was just this bug obsessed sorcerer who was just like. <laughs> Not even sorcerer. He flunked out of sorcerer school. <laughs> Not even because he wasn't good at it. He was just so obsessed with bugs. <laughs> He couldn't focus on his yeah, studies. Yeah, everyone was just creeped out, so they silently agreed to kick him out. And so he just hangs out with the bugs while he's not doing his day job. <laughs> like, we have a special class in the uh, <laughs> the cellar. Mom, yeah, just just go in there. That's where all your classes are. <laughs> yeah, all right. Don't 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 mind the stone door. It's part of the <laughs> sacred ritual. You are not allowed to move it for the next uh, oh, 20, 25 cycles. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> okay. Just, just suddenly, terrible little add-on to that to that thing I said. When the bugs go past him and they leave the the uh, the bones, you can see his skull, and it has like the shape of his hair is bone. Oh no! Don't tell me oh. the bowl cut is like physically impossible to remove. I hate that. <laughs> no, it's perfectly intact because it's an exoskeleton. God. <laughs> oh. Uh. All right. Let's, uh... <laughs> Season 3, episode 41. And in the sub, Kaiba chooses to blow up the island because he hates the prophecy, specifically, and not just because he lost the card game. That's my last note. Like, he does it almost in defiance of Ashizu, telling him that he is destined to fight with Yugi again. That's even funnier. That's, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> That's actually a... something really funny to me, because can we, can we just take a moment to appreciate how Ashizu must be like the calmest motherfucker in the world to listen to Kaiba complain about his father the entire time. <laughs> listen, she's like his therapist like, at this point. She's just she's just standing there listening to him go, My daddy never loved me. My 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 daddy was a bad man. And she's just like Okay, let mm -hmm, it all out. Mm -hmm. I've been there. Right. right. Yes, my father it. locked me underground for my entire life and I watched my brother murder him, but go on. Go on. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We okay, all have kinda. daddy issues. Go on. Did Widow Baby lose his duel? <laughs> Somebody in one of my stream chats pointed out that if you Google who is Kaiba married to, it does say Ishizu uh, because of some <laughs> fan-edited wiki uh, for a fanfic. Uh, oh, my God. But I don't know if it still happens if you Google it, but uh, I, I remember it happening. I'm uh, going to try it right absolutely. now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Kaiba so just barely manages to catch Ishizu and he tells Ishizu that he loves her. Yes. They then have their first kiss. 
Oh my god, there's they a have their son kid. Seth? <laughs> <laughs> is it That's a good Kaiba is it name? Weird that, Seth is it weird Kaiba. that honestly That's... I could see this being a decent ship like yeah. in one of the future seasons of Yu-Gi-Oh where they're like GX five Ds, they're like, yeah, Seto Kaiba married Shizu Ishtar. I would just look at that and be like, yeah, There I'd are very it. few people who could put up with Kaiba's nonsense as easily as a Shizu seems to be able to. The only way I can accept this fanon is if Seth Kaiba has a middle name that begins with an O. So they call him Seth O. Kaiba. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. O. Kaiba. <laughs> Mr. O. Kaiba. <laughs> he has anger issues just like his father, so everybody calls him C, though. <laughs> but, uh, da, his da, middle da, name da. is Osiris because he's still obsessed with the god cards. Anyway, Ooh, brilliant, <laughs> nice. Uh, yes, episode one thirty-eight. Uh, I forgot to mention that Kaiba specifically states in the sub that Yugi's chances of winning against Raw without Fiend Sanctuary three percent, with Fiend Sanctuary twenty percent. Those numbers are complete that. bullshit, and it's hilarious. Love that. <laughs> so. This is the point in, in my watching, like, while I was watching the episodes where I, with, um, with certain duels, I'll get to a point where I'm like, I'm too engrossed in what's going on to take notes. Oh, I get that. So I'm just, so I'm just going to keep watching. For this episode, though, I specifically wrote one thing down, and that was just Taya going, he's gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my just, god! Just the get up there. It's like Merrick's just standing there, like ah, ha, 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 ha. he's I, gross. She says it like multiple times too. <laughs> At some point, I just wrote down "nasty little vain boy, sick little freak, nasty man." <laughs> See, I I just wrote down Merrick taunting while they both shuffle their decks aggressively is fucking hilarious. Because I want to see someone at an official Yu-Gi-Oh tournament when those start up again, just like shuffling their opponent's deck, doing the Merrick laugh, and being a creep. <laughs> I think it would be incredible. I, I actually screamed when little Yugi showed up, like, strapped onto something. I was just like, don't hurt the little teddy bear boy! <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, at the beginning, when... Uh, when when Because uh, obviously the episode begins and Kaiba has just thrown the Fiend Sanctuary card to Yugi. Yeah. And Yugi has a moment where he's just acknowledging and being like, why Why did he do this? Uh, okay. And as he's putting the card in his deck, Joey's like, no, don't do that. That's Kaiba's card. Don't do that. <laughs> why? Why are you it's so diseased. upset about that? <laughs> it's got asshole germs. That card's got the crush card virus on it. You, you can't touch it. Honestly, this entire part of this episode it it really says something to how like ingrained Yu-Gi-Oh abridged has become for a lot of people that the entire time I just kept watching this and going hey that's that part where uh <laughs> where Yami just starts shuffling his deck and cards go flying <laughs> everywhere <laughs> even I had that moment where I saw the shot of Yami shuffling and I was like I'm imagining layering in all the the bloody cards as oh, they fly god. out oh god yeah I can't oh, imagine god. actually putting that together <laughs> Oh, yes. I'm shuffling my card so well. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only thing I could think of to make that whole bit funnier, because it is, like you guys say, seeing them both face off shuffling each other's cards so intensely is so 
it's brilliant because it's very Yu-Gi-Oh. It's so stupid, but it's so amazing. Uh, and it almost defies like humor because you, how do you how do you make it more ludicrous so i was like what if yami was just really bad at it <laughs> <laughs> like cards are getting bent and creases and, and they're sort of he's trying to riffle shuffle and then 20 of them slip through his fingers and he's like sorry about that merrick but he's he knows he's bad at it so he intentionally leans into it to piss him off <laughs> oh that would be great there's there's two quotes in this episode that are like the best quotes that we probably could have gotten, which of course was Yami America going bleh, <laughs> and then <laughs> Yami Yugi just shouting, "I took his leech, my queen." <laughs> just tickled me. I was like, "That's really good." That is a real good moment. Um, also, gotta say, great timing for um the new TCG set King's Court to come out. Oh, absolutely. During this part of Battle City, where this set focuses on all of those face cards that Yugi uses like crazy at this point. That being said, still on the hunt for that Pharaoh's Rare God card. Yeah, if you, again, if you find a Pharaoh's Rare Raw in any of these packs you're buying, I will pay you market price for it, Shora. <laughs> I've bought two boxes of King's Court so far, and I've gotten two collector's rares. That's why That's why I'm about... saying it. I know Yu-Gi-Oh! rates are bad. <laughs> yeah. And if I can get it from someone I trust, it's better. Collecting the physical card game is a nightmare. Correct. That's why I only buy anniversary sets every, like, three years or so when I see one that interests me. Fair. That's, that's why typically I only buy the gold rare sets, because those are gorgeous. People hate them, but they're Honestly, really pretty. Listen, Konami knows how to pander to people who watched Yu-Gi-Oh! As, as a kid from ages 6 to 8 in 2001 like nobody else. This part of the duel is also where it's just like, this is why back row destruction is so important. Yeah, Merrick's entire strategy would have crumbled if Yu-Gi had a couple MSTs, a Harpies, Feather Duster. This is when I wish that Dark Bribe existed in Yu-Gi-Oh! Dark Bribe would be so funny to use against Yami Merrick specifically. I activate my Monster Reborn Dark Bribe. I draw a card. <laughs> what, what's Dark Bribe, sorry? Uh, dark Bribe is a trap card where you can negate the activation of one of your opponent's cards, whether it be magic or trap, and then they draw a card. Oh. Uh, uh, we brought up the card art for it last episode we did because it's just a really good card to look at oh, and yeah. to play. I recognize Like, this. look at that. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's such a good card. I ran that in almost every last one of my decks at the time. It's amazing. I don't think I ever ran it, but I was very stupid when I made decks for the card camp, so that would be why. Honestly, this is kind of why I, I really appreciate um, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, like, in hindsight, because Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, for all of its ridiculously stupid dubbing, Looking at you, the the fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger mammoth. The mammoth. What about Chris Walken, so man? Good. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but I'll look forward to to, for, to when we get to GX. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a ride. Yeah. Um. <laughs> the decks in GX at least make some sense and actually do bother to have like back row disruption and and things well, like. Well, yeah, they had more attack. time to uh, work on the card game by then. Yeah. If they didn't have it at that point, I'd be concerned. <laughs> yeah, for real. I can't wait for us to get a uh, a Yu-Gi-Oh anime where 
they're just like the meta where it's just I play this, 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 and this. Combo into this, and then do that. And now That's I what have modern a, a five. Is. Yeah, exactly. but what about the animes? If, oh, if we set what? if we right. set a when Patreon just... goal for brains and hit it, how fast will the duels be? <laughs> I blinked, and all of a sudden, there's like there's like a frame passed in the animation, and there's five monsters. What happened? Yeah, <laughs> that's how it feels to play Yu-Gi-Oh nowadays. Like, it's the opposite of what happens in these duels, where they'll play the card game and cut to the audience explaining it about 50-50. In instead, it's brains. Everything happens at once, and then they have to pause in the actual duel to have the side characters explain to you how the card game works for a full 30 minutes. <laughs> oh, that would be funny. Uh, He's gross. <laughs> He's gross. There was a monster that Merrick summoned... Or I just went, I hate the gradient on its skin. Oh, Jurigeta. Yes. Jurigeta. Yes. Oh my god, it was so gross. Really strange choice. Yeah. I, I, I didn't even know that was a real card until until this episode. Yeah, I, so I heard him say at. a card name and I blacked out and then I saw that thing on screen and I, I was just like, he's gross. Gross. <laughs> 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 uh... Also, uh, I forgot to bring this up at the start of the episode, but we have another fun little game that I do sometimes, uh, specifically with card censorship, which is guess the original name of the card in Japanese. This time, the card we're looking at is Fiend Sanctuary. So I'm going to give everybody uh, four choices, and you have to figure out which is the original card name that they had to censor, because four kids. So is Fiend Sanctuary's original name... Uh, Fiend Pentagram, Devil's Sanctuary, Devil's Pentagram, or No Change. Devil's Pentagram. I'm gonna go ahead and assume that it's probably just Devil's Sanctuary because that seems tame, but just enough that four kids would be like, we can't, we can't let people know that they're devils. I'm gonna go with Devil's Pentagram. I've got to go with Devil's Sanctuary because I, I just don't see them changing it that much. Ooh, 50-50. Two of you are, in fact, right. The answer is Devil's Sanctuary. Damn it. Hey. Nice. I led you wrong, Carl. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, Left it me was astray a from my Lord guess. And was there a pentagram on the card art? I do not believe so. It was still the uh, uh. the six-pointed thing of um, of Spellbinding Circle. Well, that's what I was thinking of then. Yeah, no, I figured I could get people with I that. I don't even remember the card art, so. Looking at the card art, it's like a ritual circle with three, like, diamond-shaped points and then three circles, but there's yeah. no, like, outright pentagram on it. It it honestly looks about the same as anything with Dark Magician and his, like, magical circle. Yeah, that's him. fair. Yeah. Uh, so... So the summoning circle is uh, pretty basic. They didn't really have to do much to censor that from the original, but still, devil's in the name, so you gotta change it. Just like black is in the name of Black Magician, uh, and, uh, you know, we can't have that. We gotta change it. Right. I guess dark magic is, is preferable to the color black. Yeah. For some <laughs> reason, just yeah. black Random. magic is already a thing, but we can't have that happening in our good Christian 4Kids anime. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, just real quick, because I was looking up Jurigeto to, to look at that awful gradient again. 
something that will always be funny to me. We always talk about how the um the the physical cards versus the cards in the anime look where, you know, the the physical cards will in the anime in the dub, they have just the image of the monster and then like very basic stuff below it. So you can't even see if it's an effect monster or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and then in the sub, you can tell if it's an effect monster or not because they actually have like a text box. Have you ever seen what the cards look like in the manga? Because in the manga, you can't tell Jack shit about anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's the manga. They have to keep it very basic. It's just really funny to look at, though, because this never changes at all in any of the Yu-Gi-Oh! mangas. They never have, like, a description box or anything. That yeah. art for Jurigetto looks like it came straight from a Goosebumps book. Oh my god, it does. <laughs> <laughs> so, did anyone else watching this just Get excited when Slifer showed up? Well, aside from that, because you know we all got excited when Slifer showed up and Dan Green screamed and we were pogging. But when Yugi did exchange, which... Great play. Love You love mm. to see Merrick get cucked like that. But <laughs> did anyone else just go, Merrick, why are you picking D-Fusion? Yeah. Yeah. He had a perfectly good Karibo in that hand, and he didn't take it. That really <laughs> bothered well, me. <laughs> only evil people hate Karibo, so this checks out. <laughs> That's yeah. true. If you don't like Karibo, you're a narc. What should he have taken? I, I don't know what... I, I, I admit, I don't really play the game, so why, why is it bad that he took Diffusion? Well, no, no, it was just a strange it, choice. It was just a very odd choice, because if you see a hand of potential monsters and a trap, and you decide to go with Diffusion when you don't really see your opponent using many fusion monsters, I just feel mm. like that's a little bit odd. But then they pulled the bullshit that they pull later, which feels like a Duelist Kingdom-level yeah. ass-pull, and I'm like, okay... It was for plot, That's I get true. it. That's true, I hadn't thought that Yami doesn't really use fusion monsters. They they basically had to have him pull a card that would of course help him later because... Yeah, because it's a five know, episode duel, God, you God can't forbid, have it end three episodes in. <laughs> God forbid any character in the anime ever actually have a dead draw. But also, he absolutely should have pulled, uh, pulled Lil Kariba because like... <laughs> Lil Kariba... <laughs> Was yeah. I mean, Karibo is a little guy. He's a funky little guy. Yeah, a little guy. Look at this face. Look at this face. How can how can you say no to this face? That's accurate. That's pretty accurate. And also look yeah. at this face. You you know Mokuba knows what's up. What? 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 Brother. Like brother. <laughs> Oh, man. Mokuba, oh. you're drooling again. Go, oh, God, go, no, go, don't go, get go. near me. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Not on the coat. Not on the coat. I just got it washed. <laughs> oh. It did bother me that he didn't take Karibo. <laughs> Understandably so. <laughs> that, that was my choice for worst card play. I'm sure I was supposed to save that for later, but no, when, 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 when <laughs> he didn't take funny. that Karibo... That's that's the worst part. When Merrick ignored our boy, <laughs> you do not disrespect the boy. I hate to see it. <laughs> Straight up could have just negated a whole attack from Obelisk and been safe. Yeah, but that Obelisk play was totally calculated for it. <laughs> it. It was absolutely essential for him to get owned so he could own Yugi later. That's true. I'm not owned. I'm not owned. <laughs> You're owned. 
Um, yeah. So I'm I'm just gonna say it here. I prefer, uh, I prefer Dan Green to the Japanese voice actor for Yugi, uh, because when the Japanese voice actor for Yugi is summoning a god card, there's punch to it, but it doesn't sound any different from him like shouting at Kaiba in their duel. It's not the same punch that Dan Green has when he's shouting. Uh, hold on, let me back up for this. Slifer, the Sky Dragon. Like you don't get that same wild energy that you do in the dub. Yeah, I have to admit I'm not a huge fan of the Japanese voice for for Yugi in the anime. Uh, and yeah, I'll always side with Dan Green because he he does pronounce Slifer the Sky Dragon like it has about ten R's in it. <laughs> <laughs> It is really funny how he emphasizes the dragon. It's like going from uh, listening to English Goku all your life, and then like I wonder how cool Japanese Goku sounds, and it's a tiny little old lady doing a really good yeah. voice, but it's like this isn't Goku. Yeah, it's yeah. I'll be I'll be honest. I, I I'm not a Dragon Ball person, so not having any context or any like any any real like. Uh, connection with the, pro the the product or the brand or anything like that. I'm just like I don't understand the Japanese Goku performance at all. It's such a strange thing to me. It it really is strange, and it it makes sense when you realize that it's been one voice actress for the entirety of of yeah. the character. No, like, that's what I call job child security. Child to adult. Yeah, yeah really. Asuka Nozawa has done a good job. Like. The woman has, has done a good job over her life, but like it, it can be really surreal for people who go from the dub to the sub. I even had a, I even had that for a while, but honestly, I will say this: say it. Not Sorry. counting the English dubs, <laughs> not counting some of the early English dubs for Dragon Ball, there has never been a bad voice for Frieza. That's true. And that is absolutely, absolutely including uh, your Frieza voice that you did for Team Four Stars uh, DBZA because still fucking iconic to me. I really appreciate that. It's, it's a huge honor to play that character and to be uh, and to be embraced by people as that character because I, like I said, I don't really know much about Dragon Ball, and it was very intimidating to. To, to be uh to be given that that uh that part even in a parody because he's i've known that to be an icon I, I, iconic villain for a lot of people and uh i'm very i'm very humbled to be uh to be talked about in, in the same breath as like actual legit dub performances of of the character so thank you like i i mean every word of it because honestly half the time when i'm thinking about frieza my my inner voice for it goes immediately to yours because you really have managed to over the years capture just that perfect level of villainy with Frieza's voice and it god it I, I'd be lying if I didn't say that um you've honestly been a major inspiration for me for like vo like doing voiceover as a hobby and everything because my early years through high school one of my like favorite things to do would just be watch Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged watch DBZA and just try my best to try and find a way to mimic those voices and I think after a while I got pretty decent at it <laughs> of all the voices why'd you pull out Tristan <laughs> <laughs> because Tristan is the easiest for me to do and it's very endearing <laughs> <laughs> um 
but yeah, uh, I, I I also have been a fan of yours for a long time, so uh, I do appreciate you, appreciate you agreeing to just come on our funny little podcast and watch Yu-Gi-Oh! with us and talk about it, because I'm still upset that I can no longer watch Bonds Beyond Time Abridged because of the, the Jack Black copyright claim on the third part of it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's a shame. But uh, I, I do appreciate that, guys. Like, I... I I I'm very grateful to be on the podcast with you guys because I at the end of the day I'm 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 just a Yu-Gi-Oh fan you know that 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 got known for being a fan and I don't ever want to forget that that's that's ultimately what 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 made me a known entity and uh, it was really just from my expressing my love of something that I I genuinely thought people would just sort of scoff at and be like oh he likes Yu-Gi-Oh that's daft but you know it it, it really has <laughs> turned into something bigger than i ever intended it to be and i'm i'm very i'm very happy that it's had a an ultimately positive effect on on people and uh i <clears throat> i i'm 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 i've been i was the same way as a kid i used to just watch cartoons and try and imitate the voices and 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 you know just try and i was mostly just trying to make my friends laugh with them but uh it it really ended up being something that helped me and 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 i'm happy to to have had any kind of positive influence on on you know you guys and, and the rest of the fandom and it's 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 a really cool it's a really cool thing to be part of except when you ruin the Honest. fandom that is true <laughs> i mean how many Wait, fandoms what? have you ruined at this point i've seen that account so many so many <laughs> fandoms I, I i only recently according to that account ruined the Yu-Gi-Oh fandom so, wow yeah. wow that took a while <laughs> long long time wow. 15 years i'm out of the loop with what happened uh let me find the gimmick account <laughs> yeah there's a twitter account that's a bot that uh, uh... just randomly says what <laughs> fandoms i have ruined <laughs> it, it all stems back from uh there was a uh, when they first revealed the uh the the zexal or, or zeal uh, uh protagonist mm. and i i was I was on Tumblr at the time and I reblogged the uh, the announcement and said, I can't wait to ruin this. And it was a joke. <laughs> it was not intended to be taken seriously, but a lot of the fans did take it seriously. Uh, there's the uh, account bio. I remember that tweet. That tweet was really funny. Fandom ruiner. Yeah. Yikes. Honestly, though, like I, I can only really speak for myself here. And I think to an extent, Shibuya and I have talked about this multiple times over the last week or so, but um, ever since Carl, like, reached out to you, we've been joking for uh, at least a couple of months now, just, man, wouldn't it be awesome to have Lil Karibo on the podcast? Yeah, Cause... never did we think that it would be an actual opportunity that we would get, so... Uh, I'm sorry I sound like a broken record, but again, uh, thank you for coming yes. on. <laughs> well, thank you for having me on. I, I really do appreciate it. I know I've been vibrating with excitement like all week, just waiting for the week to end to get to today. I have been planning <laughs> this since we got into the virtual world arc. Oh, and wow. hoping that you would say yes. Uh, which one, Carl? Yes. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. Anyway, uh... I'm I'm sorry to ruin the good vibes and good times, but uh, I need to discuss how much more of a creep Merrick is in the sub because. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he does he does more more just tongue out noises just like. <laughs> what you fuck um, me? 
I'd fuck me. I would not. Get out no, of no. here, Merrick. No, no. Goodbye, Merrick. No, no. <laughs> I'm gonna kick you off the duel tower, Merrick. I'll drop kick you. I'll do it. Um, he, as the duel is Buff beginning... Taya just jumps over and drop kicks him off the tower. Oh, absolutely. No, Taya goes full live-action Scooby-Doo and just, like, holds onto the railing and, and just, like, does a flip and then kicks him through the floor of the duel tower. <laughs> There you go, Yugi. I've saved the world for you. Now go down there and grab the rod. <laughs> I want um, a divorce. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, Yummy Merrick, as the duel is beginning, before he's even done the Shadow Game thing, just goes, Today's a banquet of darkness. Let's feast on our sacrifices. And I'm like, Can you calm down, sir? I understand you're a maniac, but please, chill. It's very extra. And then. Oh, God again proves himself to be a complete masochist because he, he states, and I quote, victory and defeat are the boundary between pleasure and pain. Mm. Don't like that. Wow. Like, keep your kinks out of Duel Monsters, Merrick. Saving for the later seasons. I mean, given that duel against my... He, he also just full on moans and laughs. <laughs> Wait, what, Shora? You say that, Shibuya, but do you remember the duel against Mai where he had monster cards that literally just Yeah, bondage. Bound her? I know. <laughs> yeah. His deck is nothing but his deck is nothing but kink, the deck. Yeah, and that's why I dislike it a fair amount, except for Ra. <laughs> which, Ra is okay. Which makes sense, because then at the end of the duel he always summons his giant chicken. <laughs> God. <laughs> Bio, did you have to think about it for a second? I did, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Regrets. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's also various assorted moaning and laughing noises during the duel. Uh, like, and four kids really had to look at this and go, okay, we're not doing any of this. <laughs> and just had to tone it down so he was just, like, making slurping noises and that's it. Yeah, he moans a lot more in the Japanese. Mm-hmm. Sure a does. Lot more, uh, a lot more like, Ugh. I was watching mm. without headphones and I had to just make sure uh. that no one was in the kitchen because I was going to be asked many questions if people overheard this. <laughs> Yami Merrick ASMR. Please no. <laughs> Yami Merrick bakes a cake in your kitchen ASMR and it's moaning noises for two hours while you preheat the oven and mix everything and wait for it to cool. I didn't grease the pan. It won't come out. Get out. <laughs> I got to lick the spoon. <laughs> now gently crack two eggs into the bowl and violently whisk. <laughs> this pan is not greased. I need to use the millennium rod to unstick it. And you hear scraping metal noises. <laughs> Preheat the oven to 4,000 attack points. <laughs> Get out your millennium whisk and gently whisk the flour into the mixture. My first batch of cupcakes have burned. I use Monster Reborn. <laughs> oh, man. And when all else fails, picks up the phone, order takeout. <laughs> And then in the background, occasionally you can just hear Bakora laughing at I don't know what would what would 
what would Yami Bakura just be watching in the living room? Uh, Cannibal Holocaust. Fair, there you go. Fair hand correct. <laughs> I was I was gonna say as above so below, but yeah, fuck. I was thinking some shitty reality TV show where he was laughing at people's misery. Survivor. Oh, <laughs> okay, what is the thing with Survivor like having this huge comeback? I you don't guys know. That? People just like Survivor. Apparently, a couple of my friends are just like binging it, and I'm like, "What? What happened?" And then like a new Survivor, season came out. The Sky Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Survivor, but you have like the Yu-Gi-Oh GX thing of the different tribes are raw yellow obelisk blue and <laughs> red. I would vote off Chumley was... so fast. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chumley. The immunity idol is Jama King. Oh no. That was Kaiba's first idea for Duel Academy, just, it's just Survivor, but for duelists. That's why it's on an island. <laughs> and then Mokuba goes, uh, Seto, I think that's illegal. Seto, that's a great idea and all, but maybe throwing children into an active volcano is not a great idea. How would you no, know, Mokuba? No, it'll be fine. Let's run it through the test first. We'll throw them on this island that's not Duel Academy first. <laughs> That's all riff right from the streets, Mokuba. It's fine. Everybody who's not Jaden had to enter Duel Academy by <laughs> living through a survivor challenge and finding the map to a boat to throw over. Uh, so season that... three, episode 42. Yes, episode 139. I want to point out before we move on to 42 that yes. uh, okay. uh, toward the end, Joey... When uh, he's talking about Winged Dragon of Ra, he says, That thing is nuts, and I ought to know. It knocked me out cold. Which suggests that Joey has been knocked out cold by nuts in the past. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. He just goes on nuts and then just... has a PTSD flashback. <laughs> Indeed. He's helping out Solomon Moto, and he's like, Oh, look out, Joey, I dropped my nuts. Yay! He just has a giant jar of nuts. You, you dropped your what? And then it hits him in the forehead and he just falls flat on his Why'd you have a giant jar of acorns up there for the winter? <laughs> hey, Joey, would you, like a, would you like a bag of wonderful pistachios? Hey! hey get that away from me. You keep your cashews away from me, Grandpa. Pistachio. Pistachio, no. <laughs> that was my dad's name, Joey. Oh. Okay, so I'd like to start off this episode by saying that I recognize that animators uh, go through hell and back to give us the shows that we enjoy. And I recognize that animation itself is very difficult. But this shot just did not look right to me. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about it, from the angle of Yugi's hair yeah. to, to the way that the hair just cuts off at the back of the neck as if to suggest it goes further under his collar... And people say camouflage it's, doesn't work. You can like barely see him standing there. <laughs> looks like a headshot. It's there. like that picture of the Disney princesses where every second you look at it, you just start noticing more and more that's wrong with it. Yeah. I am a Disney princess. That's true. <laughs> you see him in the Wreck-It Ralph 2. He just said no to Wreck-It Ralph 2 because he didn't have the time. Oh. He's in... Wait, wait. I don't really? do sequels. That's... <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's barely in GX. Or Dark Side of Dimensions. Correct. Ooh. Totally. I was very concerned that when they were saying that uh, 
Ra was coming back that when they did Monster Reborn, it would be like, he's the only God card that stays on the field. Very glad that didn't happen. No, it's, mm. it's just Merrick consistently going again, again, no again. I, I found the image I was talking about. This image of Yugi has the same vibes as this. Because oh, it looks fine oh, at first, but the then hell? you what keep What the fuck is that oh, thing God. in the back? Shora? No, wait. More things are getting worse the more I look at it. Nope, what the I'm, fuck? I refuse to look at exactly. it. I'm not looking at it. You're going to make me have to edit this into the, the video don't version of the podcast, do and I don't want that. <laughs> the longer you look at it, the worse it gets. Oh my god. I hate this so much, Shora. <laughs> this is so bad. Uh, uh, I I was wondering why no one knew about um, <clears throat> uh, Ra's ability where you sacrifice your life points to feed them to Ra and make it stronger. And then I remembered, oh right, the only one who saw that was Bakura, and he's dead now. <laughs> yep, Bakura's dead. What? Bakura's in the Shadow Realm, didn't you know? No, <laughs> you've been dead. Bakura lost the Shadow game to Merrick oh, before God. the Virtual World arc. Yeah, he, he lost a game, and now he's slav squatting in the Millennium yeah, Puzzle. Yeah, there's a piece of him just, like, vibing in the puzzle, watching this on a big screen, eating that some, sucks. I don't know, puzzle popcorn or whatever. <laughs> puzzle popcorn. <laughs> Look, he's slav squatting, eating puzzle popcorn. The alliteration's strong in the Millennium Puzzle. What can I say? Listening to some lo-fi hip-hop beats. Lo-fi hip-hop beats Every so beats often I get bored, too. so I throw myself into one of the rooms and hope it kills me. <laughs> No, there's one room where it's just the Joey and Yugi AMV montage playing on a loop 24-7. Oh, music to duel by is so good. I wrote these notes two episodes ago, and I wrote down... Oh, two episodes. Two days ago, rather. I'm losing my mind. Okay. And I was like, what a power move. I don't know what the power move was. I just wrote down that there was a power move. <laughs> uh, probably Yugi drawing the card, not looking at it, sticking it in the dual disc and going, yes, I end that's my the one. turn. That's the one. I'd, I'd like to note, because I, I watched the dub episodes on Tuesday, so I've forgotten if it happens. But in the sub, I forget his name, but Kaiba and Mokuba's like head of head of security and dueling judge literally goes up and and just <laughs> tells Yugi, you cannot place a card without looking at it. That is illegal. If it's a monster, you're disqualified. And Kaiba just goes, hey, it's funny. Let it go. <laughs> that was pretty fucking cool, though. <laughs> Kaiba just goes, that's pretty funny. You can do it, Yugi. That's legal here. I really do love the idea that Yugi's just like, I'm going to play this without knowing what it is. Puts it in the spell and trap card zone, and the dual disc just goes, no. Yeah, I, <laughs> Monster I, had, card. I had the idea of, what if he flips it and it's a man-eater bug or something? <laughs> like, it's, it's just not only a monster, but a, like, weak, weak monster. Not so fast, Merrick, I activate my trap card. <laughs> Karibo? Just as a little wave. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck am I doing here? What's going on, guys? It's me. And then he gets violently zapped for being in the wrong zone. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> and then Merrick just laughs and goes, that was pretty funny, Pharaoh. Now die. That was pretty, you know what, Pharaoh? You deserve to win this. I'm done with world domination. <laughs> Maybe the world isn't worth destroying. Maybe there's some good things here. <laughs> if anyone could teach him, it would be Kareba.
I will say that uh, Yami Marek does make a point of holding up the Millennium Ring, uh, speaking of Bakora, and, and he's like making a big deal about how he's already sent uh, Bakora to the Shadow Realm. He's, he's collecting the Millennium Items now. And uh, uh, Duke and Tristan have a little back and forth where they're like, oh, Bakora must have been sent to the Shadow Realm. And it's like, they only just realized this about their friend, yeah. like a season later. Their good friend, Bakora. Bakora from school. Bakora, who they yes. very clearly care about equally to everybody else in the friend They're group. They're good friend. I mean, I'm pretty sure the only one who actually knew was uh, Yugi, because I think he walked in on he it happening. There, yeah. He walked yeah. in at the very end of that chat game. I'm surprised no one else was like, oh, that's what happened to Bakura. Mm. We just sort of thought he locked himself in a closet and died, and we just sort of moved on. <laughs> we, we just sort of thought he got stuck in one of Kaiba's dorms. And we just thought he of... fell off the edge at one point, and we just sort of didn't care. <laughs> I really love the idea of, like, this entire time, every time they bring up Bakura, Duke is just there like, who? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> guys, guys, I'm really new to this that friend. Guy's who important. the fuck is Bakura? <laughs> Duke just going, wait, who? <laughs> who, who are you talking about? I only know you guys. <laughs> who are you people? You know, our friend, Bakura, who tried to kill us multiple times. Hey guys, that's not a friend. <laughs> <laughs> and then, what are you talking and then Tristan about? just goes, what do you mean? You did that. And Duke what? goes, what are you talking about, Duke? Point. You tried to do the exact same thing. <laughs> no, I just put Joey in a funny monkey outfit. Dog. Dog. Tristan was the monkey. You're right. Oh, right. Oh, right. Your clown father tried to kill us. <laughs> and then Duke goes, what clown father? I don't have a clown father in this anime. And then winks directly oh. at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> that's who Mark Hamill that. should play. There yes, you go. That's it. <laughs> All right, Mark, we're going to have you play a Yu-Gi-Oh character. Oh, cool. So I get to I get to do a new voice. No, we just want you to do Joker again. Man, <laughs> I'll get you, Solomon Moto. There you go, perfect. <laughs> and cut. Thank you so much, Mark Hamill. Uh, we cannot afford to pay you, so would you accept uh, drinks at the bar down the street? You want a steak dinner? Uh, here's a here's a coupon to uh, to the PK bar down the street. Hello, Mark Hamill. you just reminded me of my my dear friend Phantom Savage, who got a voice role in a uh, Mass Effect Andromeda from winning a contest, and instead Whoa. of like oh, shit. instead of like giving him any like any sort of like actual role, yeah, instead of like anything important other than the role, like oh, what else do I get? Like it's, they said it's a paid role. They gave mm. him a steak dinner. What, instead of instead really? of like actually paying him. Oh dear lord! So it's a paid <laughs> roll. Steak, yummy, yummy. Eat it I up. Mean, oh my god! As much as I love a good steak dinner, that doesn't seem right, Chief. Uh, that's what like thirty dollars. If you go to a cheap place, I I would hope they at least did like a forty dollars steak. Wasn't the voice role that he ended up doing be well, uh, like a multiplayer character or something or like NPCs? I don't remember. I think it was an NPC. Yeah. I feel like I remember it being like a Krogan NPC or yeah. something. And, and those typically have a bunch of different like sounds that they have to go through, like with the with the different like grunting noises and like, oh, 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 no. Just a warning to all of you out there. If you go for any voice thing, things like that, if they uh, don't give you money, uh, you burn their office down. <laughs> Wait, maybe not that one. <laughs> yeah, no, uh... <laughs> 
Maybe scale it back a little bit. Break the windows of their cars. This has been another episode of Carl Gives Questionable Advice. Mm. Solid if you wouldn't get arrested for an advice. Well, listen. Uh, Burn down their email inboxes with strongly worded complaints. Not too strong, though. Also a lawyer. Yeah, potentially a lawyer. That's that's that that one's actually fair and sound. I love the panic in Merrick's voice when he realized that Ra's attack was coming back at him. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Ra won't oh, destroy no. me. Oh no. Think no, again. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Yami's just like wanna bet, bitch. I was just like, oh, that was a crazy quick five-episode duel. Glad we got to see it in so soon in such a cool way with the cool top. Son of a bitch. Duel's kingdom of bullshit. In case you were wondering if this dub was recorded in the early 2000s or not, Taya says, you go, boy. Yeah. Which is a play on, you go, girl, I think. Yeah, no, it it is. And I heard that, and I... (laughs) I could feel my soul leaving my body. (laughs) They missed a perfect opportunity to make it a play on You go, Yugi! Honestly. <laughs> and the only good thing that came of the Duelist Kingdom level ass pull of storytelling is the shot of Merrick entirely in silhouette with the hole in his eye. And then it stitches back together and then he fades back in. That is it was really good. so good cool. visually. I can't believe they did this shit with diffusion. I should believe it. Right. But. That explains something because I wrote in my notes that there's a weird rainbow effect when Ra disappears, but I assume it's because it's diffusion doing it. it it's like it disappears with like a big rainbow yeah. like cloud. And I'm like, what? Why did that happen? But <laughs> it's because of the diffusion. Yeah. Um, either diffusion or because they're holograms. So it's, it's just like the projection disappearing. There's... There's really no rhyme or reason to it. It just looks neat. So mm. anything that looks cool, I just take it. Kaiba's all about making things look neat. Speaking of things that look neat, obelisk. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. obelisk. I mean, one yeah. of the coolest looking monsters there. You're not wrong. I I still hold that Slifer is the coolest looking of. Oh, God of course. Cards. Definitely. Uh, I. <laughs> I still hold that Ra is my favorite, but Slifer and Obelisk are also really cool. You can be wrong, it's fine. <laughs> Ra is absurdly cool. Like, my my thing is, like, unless it's an actual person, I don't care that much about big buff Obelisk Monster Man. I care more about big cool dragon and big cool phoenix dragon. So Slifer and Raw, they're just like... Slifer and Raw? Sick dragons. Obelisk, a jacked dude (laughs) who happens to be blue and wearing, like, this armor. Yeah. Plus with Raw, you get the funniest, like, alternative card in the TCG. In, um, yeah. (laughs) Well, not not even just that, but, like, the Wicked God card versions of the original gods. Oh, right, the Wicked Avatar. Oh my god. The Wicked Avatar is just a black ball. I it's love great. the Wicked oh, Avatar that's so funny. much. It's so, <laughs> so good. Funny. I got that from an issue of Shonen Jump, I think. Yeah, they originally um, released them in Shonen Jump because the Wicked Gods were a manga only thing. 
Uh, and now that the new TCG set, uh, King's Court's out, they're releasing them again as non-foil rares. They're so good. I, I have, like, six copies of each of them now because of all the cards I've opened. Nice! I just... It goes into a bit of the next episode, but seeing Yami Mara could get the shit beat out of him and seeing this face felt so I good. Oh, it's so <laughs> good. Oh, yeah. good. I... <laughs> I I was just laughing when it I ended it. on Merrick being blown away by the power of <laughs> Here Comes the Giant Fist. And then when the next episode opens on the best animated shot of him flying through the air spinning and just landing on the floor face first. I, I like laughing. had to pause to do something and paused on this face and almost fell over <laughs> laughing. <laughs> so good. When, That's really good. When they go hard in this anime, they go real hard and it's real good. Also, I I can't remember which episode it is that this shot comes in. I need to get like a full stitched version of it, but I've been waiting to talk about this ever since the like the intro changed to this version for Battle City. This shot of Merrick putting a card on his dual disc is just fucking sexy. Really good. No, the the animation because Yu-Gi-Oh! is an anime about people standing there yelling at each other while big monsters do the actual attacking. Uh, when they do really well-animated hands, they go all out on really well-animated hands. Like, when um, Merrick does the... What was it? It wasn't Card of Sanctity. It was um, the one that they both draw six cards. Uh, and Yugi just quick fire draws six with a couple fingers and then pulls them out. Oh, I was just yeah. like, oh, that's so well animated. Yeah, I feel like you can you can see the the difference in uh, in uh, in uh, animation between these two episodes pretty 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 vividly. Like it, it's not awful in in episode forty two, but then episode forty three, as soon as it kicks in with that shot of Yami Marek flying back, it's it's just it's a, <laughs> they a thousand knew where they needed better. to spend that budget. <laughs> And yeah. they did it masterfully. This one duel is five episodes. We have to use our budget sparingly. Dedicate half the budget to him getting the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> you know Give it's him the, the catharsis. Budget. It's the catharsis that the people want to see. And then the Egyptian god slime happens. And that's also just really incredibly well animated. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that where Terry calls I, I like still... a giant booger or something? Yeah. I was like, great, great, great voice acting. Great, great <laughs> no, writing. Well, that's writing first, voice acting second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta remember, somebody came up with that line. Like, literally, all her lines are, are gross and boogers. <laughs> like, in this whole fight. <laughs> real real mature like, there, Teo. <laughs> Teo, what's your input on this duel? He's gross. <laughs> That's nasty. <laughs> hey, hey, hey he, he summons life for the sky dragon. What do you think of that? He's gross. Long, <laughs> big red booger. <laughs> big boy, long. <laughs> Two mouths. <laughs> Merrick keeps summoning and resummoning Raw with Monster Reborn, and you just see Tay go, look at all those chickens. <laughs> <laughs> and it's 
just the one chicken, but she's barely been paying attention, so she sees it in different forms, like ball and phoenix and normal, and she's just like, wow, so many chickens. I don't get it, guys. Why does he have so many chickens in his deck? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Merrick pulls out the Egyptian god phoenix form, and, he's, and Taya's just like, hot. <laughs> Bright, hot, scary, don't like it. Fire burn bad. It's like looking into the sun. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I I forgot that I just had a note for this episode where I just wrote cinematography. Because <laughs> I was just not taking notes for the first like half of this duel and I was just like, damn, shit's pretty. Let me write something and it's that. <laughs> cinematography. Ah. <sighs> God. Feel good to move to uh, episode 43? Yeah. I mean, are we just talking about 43? I thought we were oh, already oh, talking about 43. Oh, God, I'm losing my marbles. <laughs> yeah, because this duel goes on forever. <laughs> uh, episode 140, by the way. Yeah, 40... no, Carl, if you oh, mean the yeah, one where the Merrick face. immediately starts by landing face first yeah. after spinning, that's, yeah, we're on that one. <laughs> I really like the way Yami Marek is shown in this episode as well. Like, just everything from, the, from obviously, his facial expressions to the way he's standing. He's kind of like, his legs are kind of, like, bending as the further down they go. Like, he looks like he's gonna, like... He looks like he's not standing of his own free will. He looks like he's some sort of doll that's been twisted. Yeah. Which is fitting. The, the shots yeah. of him just shrouded in darkness were really fucking cool. Oh yeah, they they put a lot of really good shots of Yami Merrick in here, and it for the people who like Yami Merrick, it it's it's good. You're eating good. This this is what those people wanted. Ex aside from the part where he eats shit and lands face first time. <laughs> <laughs> the very As some people want that. No, that's correct. That's true. I'm that's me. I'm some people. I wanted him to just <laughs> eat shit. So I, I was, was happy. I was really hoping when they had the dramatic music swell, when they were like zooming in on Odeon's face in the middle of the episode, that that was going to be him opening his eyes. And then it just cuts to the tower. And I was like, man, come on. Unfortunately, not yet. But um, the American Odeon scene, like in the dub, I was just like, wow, I did not expect to be moved at the end of Battle City like this. But goddamn. And then I watched the sub. Where, where Merrick is, like, ten times more genuine about the whole thing. And his last line before, like, fading is, whether you're alive or dead, head towards the light. And I was actually holding back tears at that. Like, wow, Yu-Gi-Oh gets emotional when it wants to be. Meanwhile in the dub, hey, bro, sorry I was, like, super <laughs> fucking evil. I was kind of an asshole. And, meanwhile, in the tub, uh, hey, pal, I'm uh, sort of dying here, but uh, I did owe you those 20 bucks, and I wanted to say uh, they're in my pocket. Good luck fishing <laughs> them out from my evil half. He uh, has a knife in that pocket as well. So uh, that's it. Peace out. I've got like a <laughs> bottle of CBD gummies in the other pocket. You're free to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Uh... Oh, I'm just, I, my first note is just like, hey, Merrick, maybe don't remind you of all the terrible things you did to him while he's trying to save you. Well, 
like, and it just like flashes back to like all this stuff he did, and I was like, maybe don't tell him that. I mean, Mary I'm a bastard. Kinda... I'm a mean little boy, and you just like, oh, listen, I don't care. Like, like the point of that is to show that despite everything he's done, Yugi is willing to be the better person. Mostly because Shizu asked him to. But, you know, uh, Yugi is the kind of person. Were it not for your who, sister, I would put you in the ground. Yugi is the kind of person who will still go out of his way to help people who have hurt him in the past. Like, that's no more evident than it has been with Seto Kaiba. I also think that uh, uh, at this point in the story, uh, Yami Yugi kind of realizes that he has a responsibility in all of this, that things that happened in his past that he doesn't really know what they are have have had long-term repercussions for this child that is lashing out because he's been he, he's he's been kept underground waiting for a, a guy that he doesn't even know to come back to life and he's uh you know he's he's not necessarily directly responsible but he he has some responsibility in this and he has to face it yeah it it really is kind of funny to think about the pharaoh having to listen to Merrick and just be like Ooh, so I made a decision in the past that uh, kind of fucked you over, huh? Well, on the bright side, at least your dad's in the shadow realm. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the sub constantly, like no less than four times in these last few episodes, cuts back to a uh, small evil Merrick stabbing his father with the Millennium Rod knife. <laughs> yes. Shadow Realm. <laughs> That's where he is. I mean, is. that is what you could call hell, Papa. <laughs> Cutting back over to little little Yami Merrick, just like yeah. <laughs> hell. I still hate that you have that on a soundboard, Carl. <laughs> I just thought that was him. <laughs> no. He, he took that snippet from that episode and just has it now <laughs> and plays it. <laughs> Which is funny, but like... Oh, oh, the evil. Eventually, that's going to stop being as funny. <laughs> I don't think it's ever going to not be funny. I went to a convention in uh, Finland, and uh, there was... The, the, it's the only time I've ever seen it, but there was a, a person cosplaying uh, the child version of Yami Marek in, those, uh, those, uh, in that uh, robe covered in blood uh holding oh holding the millennium rod wow. knife and it's actually it's it was really kind of frightening to see because they were very they looked very it was a very effective cosplay and they just turned around <laughs> and saw me and held up the millennium rod and went little Faribo! and i was like oh my god this is terrifying <laughs> I can imagine how scary that's gonna be. I'm thinking. Oh, that's fucking I'm just thinking of that one, um, of that one commercial, which um, I don't know if everyone here has seen it, but it's uh, Alyssa Milano just doing one of those like you know feed the children ads, and she's just going, "What would you do if there was a child right in front of you?" And I'm thinking of that kid running towards you <laughs> with blood on their robe and Millennium Rod knife. <laughs> Just I would run. Yes. I would run Alyssa Milano. <laughs> run as far as I can fucking run. And then run further. I am going to run as fast as humanly possible. And then I'm going to keep running. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I did write down Taya's uh, booger quote. And it was specifically, that giant booger is going to become an Egyptian god? 
<laughs> Show some respect, harlot. <laughs> That's Booga with a capital B. <laughs> the Metal Reflex Line is one of my favorite cards. It's it's a really good card to play, and the idea of a metal obelisk is really neat. But like she I mean, undermines the moment completely with one sentence. Hundred percent, it's funny though. I wrote in I mean, my was, notes: was... Egyptian god slimes titties throb with the magical forces at work. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> I I don't want to think about that. But like, the metal reflex slime might be stored in the titty. <laughs> Egyptian god slime, except okay. Egyptian god slime, except its titties bounce, and they give it that anime titty bounce God, sound. I, I hate it. <laughs> Yami is blushing every time he looks up at Boy, it after no. it receives an attack. <laughs> because like you, you just see the you see the pecs jiggling for five minutes afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to just imagine for a moment what's going through Obelisk's head as he sees this, just like, What the that? fuck? Is, is that me? Heresy. Oh my God. Obelisk's brain is, would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought I'd get to fist myself, but... God damn it. God, God damn it, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh yeah, and then my brain went to, you know, if Yugi had a uh, stop defense or Hinatama, he could have just uh, ended this duel. Right here, right now. Raigeki, Dark Hole. Raigeki, Dark Hole. There are options. Just, like, my monster's indestructible. You can't destroy it, Raigeki. Bye. Alright, what were you saying? Alright, Merrick. <laughs> um, I Dark Hole the field and then Monster Reborn, my Egyptian god, back to the field and attack you and you're dead. Again, these were the great times where you could run three of them. Yeah. Yeah. God, I miss those days. Uh. <laughs> also, Merrick inside of Taya just like poking Joey in the eyes to That's be able to funny. do the dramatic point. <laughs> I lost it. It's such a good moment. Joey doing the chin again. It's like, why, why, why did that happen? Like, did Marek not know Joey was there? Or was Joey just like... Joey's in was, the way of the dramatic, yeah. like, Phoenix Wright point and accuse. Yes. At this point in the recording, Shora's power went out, uh, causing us to lose about 10 minutes trying to fix that and get all the audio back. Luckily we did, but that means we lost our train of thought, so enjoy us getting back to it. So where were we? Um, uh, we were still in episode 140. Uh, <laughs> before Alabama's weather decided to uh, fucking DDoS me. Oh, don't worry. Flor Florida weather could could nuke my setup at any moment. You never know down here. It, it is blistering heat one day and then torrential downpours the next. Uh, Metal Reflect Slime had just uh, activated and, and had created Egyptian God Slime. True. Ah, yes. Yeah. And then, and then Egyptian gross. God Slime special effect came He's into gross. play. Uh, 
big knockers. Big, big hoo-hahs. <laughs> Absolute badonks. Big jammy whammies. <laughs> Don't call them jammy whammies. Hated that. <laughs> What's the matter, Yugi? Do you see something you like? My big fat fucking tits? <laughs> Taya, I'm not interested. Could it be that you're craving my McTitties? <laughs> Taya, no. Taya, please stop. Taya I'm talking? only this married is the to Egyptian God Slime. I just picked a voice I thought you'd like. Who the hell is this slut? <laughs> Who the fuck is using my voice? There can be only one. <laughs> and the Egyptian God Slime punches her in the field. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, why are there so many of me around here now? Oh fuck. Oh shit. God, I'm now imagining Yugi trying to use multiply in, like, a social situation to make multiple tails. <laughs> Yugi, back. I want to marry you. Multiply. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> now I have a harem. <laughs> Yugi, no, we've talked about this. They all just... <laughs> They're all just talking in the abridged voice, and he immediately goes, "Oh no, I <laughs> fucked up." No, you have one tail that just speaks and the la 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 la. Everyone just going. One of them is Crump. Same brain strikes again. Getting my rocks off. Yugi, do you like penguins? <laughs> no, Ugh. not particularly. We did not have them in Egypt. Mm. Not yet. <laughs> not with that attitude. <laughs> Teo, why do you sound like Marge Simpson? Crump with your yummy. Oh my god. Uh. uh. Oh god, we are so crackheaded. It's as bad as Merrick constantly getting so close to the camera. <laughs> Merrick just gets very close to the camera and just goes. Hate just it. Very oh, loud. Hate it. Mic. Let's play a game. It's called Get Alcohol Poisoning by taking a shot every time Yami Merrick goes. <laughs> Yikes. You'll die. People will die. <laughs> Please drink responsibly. Uh, if you're going to do that, we're also not responsible for that. If you're going to do that, I also suggest doing a secondary challenge on the side, which is take a sip of water every time Ra comes back using Monster Reborn. Trust me, that'll <laughs> balance it out. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, the last shot of Odeon just opening his eyes. Very, very funny. It's real good. It's a big moment, but like in the sub, there's like a gong or a bell or something that rings at the very end when his eyes pop open, and I was just losing it. It took a while for him to open those eyes. It did. It's just like yeah, 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 and then they finally opened. Like, yeah. <laughs> Imagine if they'd done the complete opposite. They just keep zooming in and then end the episode without him opening his eyes at all. <laughs> it's just like, next episode, Odeon is dead. The next episode, they hard cut to him already at the top of the tower. It's like, wait, what the fuck? He's awake? Um, oh, I have a question. So, yes. when Merrick summoned Boganian... Did anybody else immediately just think, yeah, that was an assault rifle that they censored? No. Yeah. No. 
An assault rifle? What? Uh, because the way that it shoots at Yami at one point, it looks like it has knockback as if it was a gun that they had had to censor out like with Barrel Dragon. <laughs> I, I only know that it wasn't because it, like I've seen the monster before and I know it has a bow. Okay, yeah. Because I, I looked at that and I went, yeah, that could be a four kids edit. I remember the uh, the punch glove gun from One Piece. <laughs> this could that's easily my... be another barrel dragon situation. Oh, it's my favorite thing And then thing I watched the, the sub and it's the same. And I'm like, oh, that's just a really funky looking crossbow. Okay. If it had a gun, would it be called Gun Ganian? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then it would just go, Misa, shoot you now. <laughs> <laughs> Misa gonna take all your life points. <laughs> oh my god. Misa send you to Shadow Realm. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just thinking of an edit, which is just Jar Jar of Greed. Oh, Jar Jar. Oh, no. Jesus. <laughs> Misa take two cards now. Misa draw one card. <laughs> god. I hate it so much. We need to move on before we get stuck in Jar Jar Hell for another 10 minutes. Uh, Season 3, episode 44. Episode 141. Swallowtail Spike Lizard is one of the worst cards I've seen in my life. Is that what that one was called? Yeah. In English? Because uh, in, in the sub, it's just Granadora. That's such a better name. Yes. <laughs> wait, hold on. Hold on a fucking second. Wait, wait, what? I see Granadora here for English also. What are they do what are they saying? What's happening? Wait, what? I see an, an, an English printed card that says Granadora on it. Oh. But the Yu-Gi-Oh page shit. also says Swallowtail Spike Lizard. Yeah, that's oh. also what I'm seeing. So maybe I Like there's the Yu-Gi-Oh wiki page. Maybe it was that main card page, Granadora. Huh. Okay, it's I'm that. I'm so confused. It's that uh, in the anime, and it's that at uh, the World Championships in 2004. But every appearance after that, it's Granadora. So at some point, they have, they ditched incredible. the dub name and went with the sub name. Which thank honestly, God. such a thank bad name. God. Yeah. <laughs> what an awful name. Uh. I I clapped when uh when one god card took the hit for the other because that's just such oh, it was really it's good like what a good move just being like no you're not going to hit my god card why because I have another god card idiot get owned <laughs> <laughs> uh, just seeing Slifer rise up and just like sitting there it's like god that's so good it's so good all all the Slifer imagery where it's wrapped around stuff is like incredible. I also like that Joey's the only one who realizes Yugi's entire dilemma of if I win the duel, Merrick's just gonna die. If I lose the duel, everyone's fucking gone. The world's just gonna get destroyed. Everyone's gonna get killed. Well, you see, the funny thing is that uh, in, in, the sub, in the sub when Ashizu is explaining to oh. them that this is a shadow game, uh, or no, not Ashizu, I'm sorry. Uh, Merrick, who's still possessing Taya is explaining to them the kind of shadow game they're playing and how, like, little Yugi and his uh, lives are on the line. And Joey just nonchalantly drops a line that had me disgusted. He just 
asks if the duel was like his and describes his duel as being connected to your monsters through an umbilical cord. Oh. I, hmm. I don't like that. Like, being connected to your monsters through a thread was enough, Joey. You didn't have to go that far. Yeah, you remember. It was it was that time that me and Baby Dragon were connected no, and Baby Dragon no, got all of my IQ. No, no. Is this like my duel where Baby Dragon was my mommy? <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, Shibuya, I'm gonna post concussed baby dragon. Stop posting there he concussed is. baby dragon. I told you there'd be consequences, Shora. <laughs> I'm, I'm begging you. Please post him at his best, not at his worst. Joseph, put me out of my misery. All right, Shora, here are the consequences. You're, you're, you're getting oh, stoner no. serenity. Yeah. <laughs> there she is. There's my sister eating Taco Bell with an entire bucket of sour cream. God. What inspired that? Um, the, it was just the one shot uh, from that episode where it looks like she is stoned out of her mind because this is the original image. She's just off model enough where, where we were making jokes about it and then Shora whipped up that edit. I was losing it. I've made a lot of really terrible edits for this podcast. Yes. As have I. Like, Joey Wheel with the double down sandwich from KFC. <laughs> oh my goodness. Let me, let me see. looking good. <laughs> oh man, we're, gonna, we're just going to have to go through a, a quick, like, best of edits now. Uh, I, 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 will, I will do that once we finish recording, because if I have to edit all yeah. of these back into the yeah. recordings, it's going to take a while. Um, yeah. Uh, Odeon in the elevator, what will he do? I just want to know how they had so many monsters. Like, it feels like they've played their... Monster Reborns, assuming they have one each, and yet Yugi keeps pulling out another Monster Reborn. It's basically a game of Monster Reborn Hot Potato. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is... Whoever ends up with Monster Reborn gets the God card. More or less, yeah. Except instead of, uh, instead of wanting to toss the potato, you just reluctantly have to, like, throw it at the other person. <laughs> because, yeah. like, you take one bite out of the potato and then you gotta pass it. That's the rule. <laughs> so I want to know why it was this one specific time where Rock came back as the sphere when the first time he didn't, the second time he didn't. I understand coming back as the phoenix, but then I think the it's second time he Merrick wasn't a sphere. Willingly chose what form it came back in because he mentioned bring like debating whether to bring it back as a phoenix or not. Um, but all I know is that when that happened, I just wrote down orb in my notes, and I orb. think that's really neat. <laughs> <laughs> Most of my notes for this episode, frankly, are just reactionary and not actually anything of substance because I just have shit like, "Ooh, get him, Yami!" Oh yeah. Um... Uh, no problem, okay. Bio. All right, uh, Bio unfortunately has day. to dip, but no, it's it's all good. I know this recording was going to go long, so it was inevitable. Bio, before you go, please enjoy Off Model Raw, spelled R A W. Raw. Raw X D. Very big. Look at how big he is compared to everything. Massive. I mean, he's about the size of Egyptian god slime, so that makes sense. See you, Bio. See you later, Bio. But then if you look, you can just see a tiny Merrick. 
You can just oh, just yeah. make a tiny Wait. mirror on his head. I'm here. Oh yeah, on his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for him like behind, behind the monster. I'm a big boy now. <laughs> I'm a big kid now. I'm tall enough for the roller coasters, Yami. I was really hoping that with uh, with Yugi being sort of on the field as well, that at some point Yami would sacrifice his life points to have Yugi fuse with like one of his god cards. Oh, so it was man. like Yugi fused with Ra, oh no, uh, with Slifer, and then Marek fused with Ra, just facing off. Oh, that would be that neat. That would have been dope. But also, consider Obelisk with a tiny little Yugi riding like piggyback. Oh. And Yugi's just like, wow, I've never been this tall before. Thanks, Pharaoh. Let's get him. <laughs> and, then, and then he just, Obelisk misses the attack and he's just patting his head like, it's okay, Obelisk. You'll get him next time. <laughs> I equip my Obelisk with the most powerful spell card known to man. Gun. that when obelisk is in his ultimate infinite attack point state it's just like purple oh it's so great my big purple boy and the number climb up to infinite was really cool the number climb is so good it's it's beyond funny especially because they mm. in the dub they only do the four digits because they don't have enough assets or time to make it up to the five digits of like 10,000 20,000 so it just goes and spins and spins until it hits infinite so good. I also love the, the music winding down after Yami's like, that's it, I won. It like, that's so great. It's it so is great. Funny. It's so goofy, but it's perfect. <laughs> Look, sometimes you have to embrace the ridiculousness because it just makes it better when you just let go and embrace all of the insanity that comes with stuff like Yu-Gi-Oh, where it takes itself so seriously and leans into it so heavily. Mm. One thing, <laughs> one thing that th threw me off, and it always throws me off with Yu-Gi-Oh, because I can't tell whether them saying what they're doing in the game is what dictates the actions within on the field, or if them like physically doing something on their dual disc is doing it. Because when Yami activates Soul Taker, uh, it lets him sacrifice one of Marek's monsters. And everyone's like, oh, he's going to sacrifice Ra. And so there's like this effect like that 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 covers Ra. It's like a sort of whirlwind. Yeah, a vortex. And then everyone's like, oh, he's going to do it to Ra. And then Yami's like, no, actually, I'm doing it to your the, the other thing. And and then it, it, it moves, the, the vortex moves to Obelisk. Uh, and it's like, well, wait, did it, did it select Ra by default or was that something Yami was doing intentionally I would <laughs> like to think I would like to think that Kaiba is such an <laughs> extra ridiculous bitch that he just programmed in a thing of like okay until the duelist uses voice commands or picks the thing on their dual disc it auto targets the strongest monster because who uh, wouldn't yeah. auto target the strongest monster makes sense I like to personally imagine that it's just Yami like hovering over the different monsters on his field and just being like, oh, am I going to do it to your raw? Am I going to do it to your raw? Oh, no. Which oh. one is it? Which one? Oh, is it this and one? And then he just goes, eeny, meeny, miny. Oh, Merrick oh, starts hyperventilating. He's like, stop it. 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 Stop it.
I, I still can't believe they brought back the stupid fucking chant to get Raw from sphere mode to to normal god. I can't believe he sacrificed fucking Obelisk for Dark Magician. Yeah, <laughs> That's a power move right there. There's actually a name for that play in the sub for no reason other than to be extra, and it's called Sacrifice Escape. Like, yeah, you sure did sacrifice mm. your god card to not take damage. You don't need to call that a play. That's just a thing That's you can cool. do. That makes it cooler. I'm going to prove how cool I am. I don't need a god card to defeat you. I just need my trusty Dark Magician. Yeah. Mm. The fact that Merrick is terrified of Dark Magician for no reason. <laughs> when he's he's on a god card, he doesn't have to be scared of yeah. one <laughs> spellcaster. Oh, oh no. no, he can do tricks. <laughs> oh no, he brought out his lover. He can put a quarter behind my ear. I'm doomed. <laughs> Dark Magician just holds up his hands, and then he makes it look like his thumb vanished from one. He's like, how did you do it? No! I want so badly to, Witchcraft. to do that at some point. Just Truly, this is dark magic. <laughs> he does the thumb trick, and it just cuts to, like, Xiaomi Merrick screaming as his life points go up, drop down to zero. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I concede. I concede. Your parlor trips were dope. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me try that again. Your parlor tricks were dope. And there Merrick we go. was having a stroke. It works. Carl had a stroke. Does anyone else smell toast? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making toast. <laughs> Tristan just brought like a like a little uh, uh what is it called? Um the like little standalone uh burner. And he and he has like a pan where he's just making toast. Yeah. <laughs> Does like, anyone else's toaster get possessed by the Shadow Realm? <laughs> no, just me? Okay. Won't be the first Kill time. your family! Kill your family! <laughs> That's what putting a mystic tomato in the toaster does to you. Uh, don't recommend it. <laughs> uh, are we good to move on? Because my dog is acting up and my family are insisting that I go calm him down. <laughs> I'm good. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, we can right. move on. So, last episode of today. This is the episode where I realized every Yu-Gi-Oh villain is just an alternate version of the Exorcist. Season three episode, Rashida. <laughs> What's the actual number? Forty-five. Good. Uh, episode one hundred forty-two. My man, Odeon's doing so good. O Odeon, absolute legend. Odeon's trying real hard to reach out to Marek, and Yami Marek says, The Marek you once knew will soon be extinct! And it just made me realize that Mareks are an endangered species. <laughs> what would you do if there was a Marek right in front of you? <laughs> I would run! Alyssa Milano. That's, that's the correct answer. Every day, another Marek dies by playing a card game. Only yeah. you can help <laughs> save the Merricks. They're like the Galapagos tortoise. Donate They're a dying. pair of your leather pants today and save an endangered <laughs> species. I do have a lot of leather pants. But they're all mine. <laughs> and mine alone. Pharaoh, if you get rid of even a single pair, I swear you're evicted. <laughs> no. It's in your contract, Pharaoh. You're not allowed to do that legally. <laughs> As your tenant, I... <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I said that wrong. As your landlord. <laughs> That's not a thing you can do, buddy. <laughs> landlord. Landlord. I'm the one in control of this body. I'm the one who deserves this body. And then you just you just hear the fart sound effect as they switch places and Yummy's like, what gives you again? He's like, told you so. <laughs> Ragnarok is probably one of the coolest things they've done in Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mainly because oh, it's getting very cool. getting to see little baby Karibo just going by and just like, hey everyone, it's me. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I'm an important part of this. I won't lie, as Karibo was flying past, my brain just immediately went, Oh hey, look, it's us reacting as little Karibo invades <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> us when you join the Discord. Just going like, hey. We're all just shocked. <laughs> Shocked that we could get somebody like you on here. <laughs> uh, Ragnarok is such a good send-off to Battle City because it's all of Yugi's new and old monsters alike just teaming up to own him in the best and biggest way possible. It's a really incredible card. Obelisk and Slifer carrying Rod of the Afterlife was really holding cool. It, holding Rod down like that, both of them, like the three mm. gods are together, but but it's to take down the rogue one. So good. And then Karibo cheering them on as they've like got him in the strangle. Oh, you got it, guys. You're doing it. You're doing it. You're doing it, gamers. Fucking kill him. Karibo gouges out one of Ra's eyes. <laughs> Karibo just going, get his ass. Karibo the god killer. <laughs> Karibo just runs into Ra's face, explodes on Merrick, and takes him down himself. <laughs> <laughs> Merrick, didn't you know? Little Karibos have the ability to explode on impact. That's true. Rip. <laughs> I wrote, because Merrick says, before Ragnarok is activated, the regular Merrick says, what I did was wrong, but I'm ready to take responsibility for my actions and correct the wrongs I've committed, which I, I described in my notes as Merrick's first YouTube apology video. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even crying as he's apologizing, so that checks out. <laughs> Just starts it with a big, hey, I guess I have a few things to talk about today. <laughs> as you guys may or may not have seen. Allegedly, I've done wrong. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. But here's my perspective. You can see Merrick looking off camera to Ashizu and Odeon who are just standing their arms <laughs> crossed, shaking their head when he like, goes off script. According to some people, I might have done some bad things. Might have tried to kill some people. Might have succeeded with some others. <laughs> That's my bad. That's my B. That's my L to bear. I still think it would have been really funny if, like, when Yami Yugi's just standing there, he's just like, is that it? Is, did we defeat evil Merrick? They just saw, like, regular Merrick's smoldering corpse on the floor. Like, oh, sorry, Yay, we did it! Sorry about that, Ashizu, I tried. Sorry, going back to the apology video thing, I'm just thinking of Bakura in the comments just going, you did nothing wrong, brother, keep on going. And then that's the pinned comment. I will support you. Keep moving, brother. <laughs> Hashtag medic did nothing Yummy wrong. Yummy gang, rise up. Medic heads, unite. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, but yeah, I 
I was thinking them Roddies because of the Millennium Roddies. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's up, Roddies? What's up, my fellow Roddies? Also because of Winged Dragon of Raw. Oh, uh, right. It's two for Roddies. He's getting, su- <laughs> He's getting sued by Shoddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was. I so badly wanted when the smoke cleared and Merrick was standing there for the spiky hair to just slowly fall back to its usual state <laughs> while he's covered in shadows. That would have been really good. Ah, God, so my funny. head. Why do, all of, why do all of my veins hurt? God. <laughs> I just love the, the, the eye of the evil Merrick just like, wait, hold on, think about this. We can do <laughs> Let so me try and convince evil. you. Think of all the evil we can do. We've been trying to reach you about your car insurance. Evil Merrick dropping his impromptu YouTube apology video and then <laughs> deleting it a minute later when he realizes it's not working and getting in bad press. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, wait, I've always been your friend. You can trust me. Believe me. I, I swear. I, we can work together. Hundreds of comments saying, you stole cards from us. <laughs> you beat up my dad and then stabbed him three times into the hospital and in the hospital <laughs> just replies he had it coming your rare hunters stole my cards to be fair you weren't using your cards you didn't deserve them I deserved them I wouldn't have been able to get this far if I hadn't taken from you so who's who's, who's the real victim here yeah runner up battle city that's us we all did that <laughs> What I did was no different from what you did, winning duels, except I didn't win duels. I just took the cards. I was thinking of every single one of you as I played every single one of your terrible cards. (laughs) I I nearly won, but I I just needed one more person with good cards to give me good cards. Think about that. It's your fault. (laughs) Shout out to whoever had Swallowtail Spike Lizard. (laughs) You're a real one. I just want to know, like, why does this referee never freak out about everything going on? Because the ref can't see the shadow game. Dude, he's high as fuck. (laughs) That's why he's wearing sunglasses all the time. We cracked the code. (laughs) (laughs) The the referee's just like, holy shit, look at that guy's hair. Joey's like, you know, ref, I always wanted to know, how do you stay so calm during all these duels? He's like, free basin, man. I'm high on that high as a kite. Right now, it feels like we're in the stratosphere. And, and then and then Joey goes, uh, we are in the stratosphere. And he's like, oh. Kid, I have been microdosing every day of my life for the past 20 years. <laughs> How old oh, are you? 29. <laughs> my, micro, huh? That's my thing. <laughs> What a good way to own Seto Kaiba and come full circle. It's <laughs> funny that this is thing considering he's such a he's such a massive chode. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh uh you know what they say about overcompensating. He's like, Alright, listen, you idiot, stop showing each other your backs. Stop patting each other. Stop giving your each other cards and hand jobs and whatever. Get off my boat. Leave. Oh wow. What a sick tramp stamp. <laughs> <laughs> and Kaiba just goes, all right, the Merrick show's over. I'm going to blow this whole thing up, so get the fuck out. This isn't a tramp stamp, it's a champ stamp. 
Sure, second place. Pharaoh, I need you to read this shit on my back. What does it say? I've never been able to see it. Um. Uh, uh, well, uh. Come on, don't be shy. Uh, something about the god cards. Uh, I'm, I'm seeing a rock at a museum. But I don't really know how to read this. Wow. I, my entire life with this shit on my back. For this payoff. <laughs> Why didn't I just tell you guys to write it down? On a piece of paper or something. Man, I was a real dick back then. <laughs> oh, well. your firstborn, I said. Oh, well, It'll new millennium knew me. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going back to being evil. Fuck you, Pharaoh. <laughs> I'm keeping the millennium rod. <laughs> Give it back. And then Ashiza just has to slap him on the head like, no, bad Merrick. No, no. No, no, no where's that? <laughs> we learned our lesson, didn't we, Merrick? Sprays him. I didn't learn jack shit. Fuck you, sister. I still can't believe fucking Joey's just like, make sure he doesn't give you the fake raw. Yeah. <laughs> Great comment. That was really good. Joey, what the fuck? Ah, man, I'm going to have to destroy those now. <laughs> we made like 50 of those. So my thumbnail idea for this week comes from a line in the sub because uh, because Marikashi's and Odeon have the big reunion and it's all tearful and happy. And Merrick is talking about... um. Uh, do you think our tribe can live outside the darkness? And then Ashiza goes, we're more, we three are more than a tribe. We're family. And I want to edit Dom from the Fast and the Furious movies <laughs> in that screenshot real bad, dude. <laughs> okay, but sister, legitimately, can we please live above ground now? No. Uh. My understanding is they... They go. They they do. They do come out of the tomb, but they're but they're mostly still tomb keepers after this, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. They would still have to be guarding some aspect of the Pharaoh's legacy, but the fact that they're part of the mission is technically done means that they would probably have less yeah. restrictions. So, like, they could go to nearby cities and you know hang out for a mm. day, go grocery shopping. Like, how how do you survive on a tomb keeper's diet? What is a tomb keeper's right. diet? I think at this point their whole thing is basically like they can they can live above ground and just do what they want from now on because their job's done. Unlike Shoddy, who just who just has a vacation house under under the desert. No, I'm sorry, Shoddy. Shoddy has been shown to go invisible and uh, mooch off of people like Kaiba constantly. Yeah, yeah. Just because he has the house doesn't mean he stays there 24 seven. You know what? Fair. He just shows up when uh, when when effeminate men with silver hair show up, and he's just like, mm. that just has me thinking like Kaiba sitting at home, just like at his desk in his office, just like working on something. Shoddy phases through a wall, and goes, "You're out of milk." <laughs> See, I thought you were gonna go in a different direction where Kaiba hears the fridge opening and just goes, "Mokuba, we're out of chips. Stop asking." And then he just sees like a a carton of orange juice floating and it opening and just being drank. What the fuck? Seto Kaiba, I need you to buy more Reese's Puffs. Uh, it's, it's imperative for the safety of the world that you get Reese's Puffs for me, please. <laughs> also, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I like the way it cuts the roof of my mouth. <laughs> it's painful, but delicious. I can I can see why children like it. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? How the fuck did you get in my house? Uh, goodbye, Kaiba. And then he just <laughs> vanishes. 
He vanishes and drops a bowl of cereal. He throws up the peace sign and just fades away. And then you see him gently just picking up the spilled bowl of cereal in the spoon <laughs> and walking away with it. <laughs> Honestly, Shadi and Seto living together would be like a sitcom sort of spinoff I would love to see. <laughs> He's my house ghost. It's awful. Oh, and then when... <laughs> When Merrick says that everyone who's lost in a shadow game will be returned, Bakora from the puzzle goes like, Teehee, that's me, yes. <laughs> yes, I'm back now. <laughs> like me. Well, that's a shame. I can no longer slob squat in your house. I'll see you later, Pharaoh. Damn, I just got in. I just got internet in this bitch. <laughs> They're like, Bakura, what are you doing in here? And he's like, I was gone for two whole arcs. I need a banana. Yeah, I... Do <laughs> Doesn't the dub have Bakora say a line about, like, there's no food in the yeah. Shadow Realm? Yeah. Which is no. incredibly fucked up. Guys, did you yeah. not did you not catch right before that Joey going, does anyone else smell French fries? Yeah. Only for yes. Bakora to immediately just be like, sorry, folks, I ate all of the, I already ate all the donuts. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what kind of disconnected bullshit is going on? Yeah, he's eating a banana. He already ate the donuts. Joey smelled French fries. <laughs> I think Joey had a stroke. Probably, yes. Is. Kaiba spares no expense. And also he has, like, the smell of French fries pushed through, like, certain air vents every 20 <laughs> minutes or so to make Joey think he's going insane. What you didn't see was off screen the Italian chef just, like, pulling all of his hair out going, he's eating me out of the house and home. <laughs> <laughs> If he keeps doing this, I'm going to have to duel him to get my money back. I want to sell my children again. Again? <laughs> Seto Kaiba only pays me in three dark magician girls an hour. <laughs> uh, and then the funniest part of all, when all of my co-hosts, all three, Bio, Carl, and Shora all DM'd me on different days just going, uh, we're ending <laughs> off on this episode, right? <laughs> Everybody individually fucking asked me And I'm like yes I didn't realize This was a cliffhanger I think it's funnier This way would you rather have watched Nine and everyone went no 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 <laughs> so Honestly Shibuya I was so worried That I had like annoyed you last night when I asked No not because at all when... I was laughing <laughs> reading it Okay but like When I messaged you there was something weird, like, weird vibe about the tone of the text. Because it was just like, yes, I did not know it was a cliffhanger when I assigned the work. I was just like, oh, shit, I mean, she okay? I, no, I mean, I was just speaking the truth, but also, like, it was it was a hard session of grinding in Neo World Ends With You where I kept dying to the same noise over and over, <laughs> so, like, I was a little bit peeved. Not at you, though. And me for not turning the difficulty down, mostly. Hi, I read into things way too fucking far, and it causes me to be worried about stupid shit. That's understandable. Also, one last thing about this episode, unless we have more. Mm -hmm. Just Serenity and Mai playing a little prank on Joey. Yes! So yes. fucked up. I would kill just to get more of Serenity and Mai hanging out and yeah. just being girlfriends together. And also that fucking with Joey constantly. <laughs> They have some really cute moments, given that they, they really don't interact at all in the show yeah. much. Yeah. It's so it's weird, like, like the what little interaction we get between Serenity and Mai is basically just, she nearly ran me over with her car. I love her. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just saw I had the note written down immediately after with Joey staring at Serenity, just, 
I wish you never got your eyes back. <laughs> <laughs> you would have been blind without me. <laughs> After everything, I, I that'd be fucked up. He, anytime she tries to prank him, he's just like, after I have helped you get your eyes back, you can, this is how you're going to treat me. How you enjoying that, uh... How you enjoying that vision you got there, uh, Serenity? It'd be a shame if someone, uh... Took it the fuck away. Just sort of bla blasted you with light so you were blind forever. Oh my god, I was gonna be like, I gave you the power of sight and I can take it away, Serenity, and then he pulls out a bottle of pepper spray. Oh no. Uh -oh. No. Then he immediately looks at mine and he just goes, I should have let you flatline. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Your fucking box would have been going, yeah. She's yeah. like, what was that you said, yeah. Joey? You would do yeah. anything to bring me back? He gets up and just walks to the edge of the blimp. They're like, Joey, please. Joey, please. <laughs> He's like, no, no. God. no it's too much. Come back. It was just a funny prank. I swear it won't go on YouTube later. <laughs> After this, we've got to show you the uh, fucking last episode. There, there's this entire bit where we have Joey just flatline. Oh, yeah. It's maybe the best bit we've like... ever done on an episode of this podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're... Not not to not to self promote, but if you're looking for a good podcast, we get crackheaded. Self, self promoting on our I can tell. We, we do like hour long tangents and two hour episodes. We <laughs> go insane. We we take jokes way too far for way too long, as I'm sure you've noticed. It's so good. It's it's pretty great. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I'm glad you enjoy it. Yeah. Uh. All okay. Right. Hold on. I do think it's because it's kind of bizarre. Oh, sorry, go on. Oh, no, I was just going to bring up that uh, in the dub, my and Serenity's prank just pissed me off because I'm just like, you were fucking dead. Can you not? But then in Japanese, my <laughs> like, starts giving him the nugget. She's just like, oh, are you crying? It makes me so happy to know you care. And I was like, okay, that fits with her character. She, she went into a coma because she didn't think she could trust any of her friends. So I appreciate mm. that nod to like, okay, she has no doubts about that now. Yeah. Were we going to say uh, LK? Oh, uh, I was gonna say the, the 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 climax of this episode obviously is uh, the gang all get onto the the blimp, and uh, Kaiba and Mokuba go out their separate ways, and they they turn on the uh, the detonator countdown to blow up the island, and for the way Roland is behaving, it seems like Roland is completely oblivious to the fact that Kaiba has his own exit plan yeah yeah like roland's like we have to wait for the kaiba and mokuba and it's like well did they not tell you what they were doing except for the one moment where it seems like the crew like the group is getting off the ship where he just turns around and immediately goes okay the poor people are getting off the ship start the engines <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we can't start the engines until mr kaiba and mokuba are on here all right well we're gonna go look for him start the engines <laughs> the middle class gang have left the building start the damn engines now <laughs> honestly surprised that kaiba didn't like ask to talk to yugi at the top of the tower and just be like yugi do me a favor smell this rag <laughs> please can't be the king of games the king of the dead <laughs> kaiba steps on yes. the blimp he's like everyone's here we can go where's yugi he's in his room let's go <laughs> He wakes up, the island's about to explode. He's like, that son of a bitch. <laughs> well, time to wait another 3,000 years to get my memories back. Peace out, Yugi. <laughs> and Yugi's like, wait, Pharaoh, what? What? Isn't the Millennium Puzzle magic? And then he just goes, not enough for this shit, and it blows up. <laughs> Yugi, I can't fly. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a speedster. I'm not the Flash. I'm just a human being. 
or at the very least, a, a dark spirit inhabiting a human being. I want to get into our least favorite cards and plays and favorites? Uh, I'm ready. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I think we all know which two cards are very much in the running for least favorite card. <laughs> <laughs> which two? Jurgetto and Granadora. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Swallowtail Spike Lizard. Yes. <laughs> also correct. And that's why it's in the running for least favorite card. <laughs> why, did you, why did you repeat what she said a second time? Yes. <laughs> Foolish. Vampiric up. Leech was very close as well. Vampiric Leech was also pretty gross. Vampiric Leech at least was there for the reason of like immediately setting up what the consequences of the shadow game were. So I'll allow it. Oh yeah, it didn't overstay its well. Yeah. And he got to say, my queen. My queen? That was my really... queen, slay! <laughs> <laughs> Yas. Yas queen. <laughs> so I, I wrote down my least favorite and my favorite moves using cards, but Ooh. I don't know if I did it right. But what, were we supposed to say the, the favorite cards and favorite plays? Because I, I think I misunderstood. Um, yeah, we usually just have each. So like least favorite card and least favorite play. Like, okay. uh, like whatever card we really liked seeing and whatever card we just did not like, like seeing that fucking leech. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then just whatever was like uh, a play, move, whatever, ha what have yeah. you, uh, that was just really cool and like got us excited. Ollie's favorite play was Joey losing to Kaiba again. Listen, he did everything he could. It wasn't good enough, though. The Are you saying he him doing his best was not good enough in Yu-Gi-Oh, Carl? Look, you're speaking to someone who grabbed a train deck and then turned his brain off. So yes. Yeah, yeah. Which which means you don't my... have a right to say that it wasn't enough because you run the trains. My least favorite play would be uh, Merrick abusing the hell out of Monster Reborn. <laughs> but it was funny though. <laughs> it's funny, but it, it's at a certain point you're like, God, just let the let the thing be dead. <laughs> Fair enough. Also, what happened to the rule about, you know, Egyptian god cards not being able to stay on the field for more than one turn after Monster Reborn, huh? No, that was that was the case. Yeah, yeah, I think they were consistent with that. It just felt like a couple of those turns lasted for two episodes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of back and forth arguing and then also using quick play spells, so that'll do it. My least favorite play was when Yugi played Exchange and Yami Marek didn't take the Karibo. <laughs> my favorite my favorite play was probably Ragnarok because that was just really cool and the Karibo got to be involved. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Ragnarok yeah. is an incredible play. Both incredibly solid choices. I'm a big fan of enemy controller as well, so I liked seeing that in the Joey Kaiba duel. But it did. I, I was initially confused by Joey using it to destroy Blue Eyes. But yeah, I, I'm a big fan of enemy controller, mostly because of the memes with the, the the when they take the Japanese audio of Kaiba going B A B A up down and all that. Those, those <laughs> up, were up down remind down, me of left, the old right, times. Right, oh B, yeah, a, start. I haven't thought about that in a long time. Wow. <laughs> um, my least favorite play is probably Merrick using the power of bullshit and plot armor 
to uh, pull off that defusion with himself and Ra, <laughs> even though he's not actually a monster card, but like right. it's a shadow game, so I have to allow it. Technically, it's it, it just felt very cheap in comparison to everything else that we had seen with this duel, and even just Yugi versus Kaiba, which was just a battle of trap, counter trap, uh, counter spell, uh, negation, summoning, and like there was a lot of back and forth there that. That made this feel extra cheap in comparison. Hmm. My favorite card was Metal for Flex Slime. My favorite play was uh, just Yami Yugi stomping all over Yami Merrick's balls. <laughs> <laughs> just crushing them. Oh, gosh. Favorite card is really difficult because there's a lot of really good cards here. Yes. I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the classic. My favorite card, Slifer. Just, I've always really loved Slifer the Sky Dragon. Nice. Yeah, my favorite card. Um, Ragnarok was in the running for card and play because just Ragnarok as an idea is so insane. <laughs> just toss all of your monsters and banish them in order to nuke everything on the field. When Dark Hole exists, that's entirely unnecessary, but the entire spectacle of the thing is so good. Um, but uh, my backup for uh, favorite play was Joey doing the enemy controller and monster reborn combo on Blue Eyes, only for Kaiba to just say, no, fuck you, that's mine, and kill his own dragon in a mirror match to bring it back, so Joey couldn't have it. That was a really good play. <laughs> um. And then I also just really like Hayabusa Knight. Very simple. It's very goofy. Very early Yu-Gi-Oh! design. I just think he's neat. That actually weirdly reminds me. I had a note for this, but I didn't bring it up. You know what's a... Like, okay, so Konami really loves to take nostalgic old cards nowadays and make archetypes out of them. Yeah. Why haven't we gotten an archetype for La Jin? That's a good question. Because, like, we've got La Jin, we've got the lamp. But that's it. You could do a lot with a genie archetype, I think. Like an archetype surrounding Jin would be so cool, and it would be it would be a really cool nostalgic card. Yeah, that actually, I'm shocked they haven't at this point, because especially if you made like an XC's monster of like. And taking a little bit of inspiration from Aladdin, like a genie who's free of the constraints of the lamp and is just more powerful for it. Fuck all and that. And just like, where's my soggy the dark clown archetype? That's also true. I would also. And then. Um, so funny thing about that, Carl. There's a prize card version of Soggy. I don't want to hear that. That's awful. Uh, <laughs> there's a prize card version of Soggy that's just a. Uh, I can't remember if it's a Konami like. Uh, executive or like an artist for the cards or something but it has his face instead of soggy oh that's funny um but also carl what are you talking about pet in the dark clown exists it's an archetype <laughs> which right. brings me to our next episodes that we're covering <laughs> so ideally i i wanted to make um the watching of pyramid of light a thing in the discord so that people could just come in and watch while we do the commentary live um, and I'm thinking if the way we handle this is right, we can finish out season three with episodes 143 and 144, and then also cover the Pyramid of Light in that same episode with with just the, um, 
the uh, actual review of it and going over the plot. Nice. So, like, we could live stream uh, us watching it, like, next Friday or something, uh, and then do our required viewing of the other two episodes separately. Yeah, that sounds fun. Uh, I'd have to run that by bio to make sure that he has time to do that, but uh, I thought that could be fun. We'll have to figure out how things will work, but it should be fun. Um, All right, so uh, that will do it for this episode. Uh, Sweet. Thank you again to Little Karibo for coming out. Yes. Holy shit. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you so much for activating Multiply so I could be in two places at once and do this show uh, while also doing other things. Hell yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Listen, what's a good Karibo deck without Multiply? Indeed. Exactly. Yeah. And what's a good deck without a Karibo? Not good. Also true. It's been an absolute <laughs> delight having you on, and if you ever want to like join us again in the future, by all means, we'd love to have you back. Absolutely, I would. I would be happy to come back. Honestly, this was a very pleasant experience. It was very nice to just watch Yu-Gi-Oh and talk about Yu-Gi-Oh enthusiastically. I yeah. I don't often watch Yu-Gi-Oh just for the sake of of, of enjoying it. So <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad we could give you a bit of that experience of just watching and making uh, fun of a show that we all enjoy. Heck yeah. Um. Uh, would you like to tell the people where they can find you on social media or any platforms that you're uh, hanging out on? Anything you're working on? Sure. Uh, you can find me uh, at uh, on Facebook at Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged Series Official. Uh, then you can find me on Twitter at Yu-Gi-Oh! T-A-S at Y-U-G-I-O-H-T-A-S. And on Twitch, you can find me at Little Karibo Versus, which is just my username with VS at the end. And then on YouTube, if you just search Little Karibo, you're usually able to find me pretty easily. New episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge should be coming out relatively soon. That's, I'm, I'm currently working on it, and I'm really looking forward to showing it to you guys. Hopefully I can get it out sooner rather than later. Sweet. Nice. Uh, all of those things will be linked in the description, so uh, people who want to search it up but did not catch every link, do not worry about that. Uh, I, I will have that prepped for you all. And... Uh, yeah, that's going to do it for this episode. So uh, we're just fading out to the Kaiba music. Is there any like funny quip that anyone would like to drop? I don't need pals. <laughs> All I need is the shrink card. <laughs> Make it smaller, Yugi. <laughs> All right, we're cutting it there. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Millennium Microphone. This podcast has been a lot of fun to work on, so if you like what you hear, make sure to follow everyone's social media in the description below. We also have a Patreon where you can help support us directly and fund us watching future seasons of Yu-Gi-Oh! like GX, 5Ds, and beyond. That is at patreon.com slash millenniummike. That is two L's, two N's, M-I-C. It's been a wild year of watching Yu-Gi-Oh!, and we never would have made it this far without you, so thank you all for your support. Here's to plenty more Duel Monsters, and we will see you next Duel.